Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. No James Farley this week, but we do have Sarah Dyer. Hello. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for thanks for joining us this week. Filling James's shoes. What 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 does James's shoes feel like? <laughs> uh, roomy. I was going to say, what, <laughs> so what size is he? I imagine he has big feet. Oh, I don't, I don't know why. Feet, but is he usually stuffed with news? That's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> usually, that's why he keeps his news. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Sort of clippings. Um, just, yeah. Sarah, do you want to introduce yourself to the audience? Let let them know who you are and and all that. Yeah, of course. Um, yes, I'm Sarah. I am a community manager over at Splash Damage, and you also might have seen me on my old, old, old podcast now, uh, Stick Twiddlers, and I'm also just generally talking nonsense on Twitter over at, at Pika Pies. Wicked. Right. You know, the, get can the... I just ask, Pika Pies, is that what it sounds like? Is that pies with Pikachu meat in them? No, not okay. quite. Okay. So, <laughs> you, you just exposed yourself, Sean. It's a weird Pokemon pie thinking it, man. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? What you well, think? There's a bunch of different well, Pokemon so pies before, out there. So, before Sarah answers, what what do you think it means, Dave? I don't know. It's just something fun to say, isn't it? I mean, my name, <laughs> my, my Twitter name is just my name with an S on the end. I can't really comment on other people's. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yours I mean, has caused there, plenty of controversy. Sorry, there Sarah. Is, there is True. there is a story behind it. Okay, go on. So. Do any of you remember the web, not comic, web flash movie Weeble and Bob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two little, the two little I, legs. Yeah. And they'd Weeble like and Bob. they'd rock back and forth, and like one of them was obsessed with pie. This is yeah. like two thousand and three. Yeah. Oh but, um, yes, I've just seen. I've just seen a picture. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, I bet I see a picture. I know what it is. Go yeah, hundred um, percent. But they they had a forum, and it was like one of the first internet forums I joined. Probably shouldn't have been on it at the age I was on it, but you know. <laughs> um, but they had loads of different. It was like the Weeble and Bob characters, but made into loads of different avatars. And there was one which was Pikachu, so oh. that's where I got the Pika from. And then obviously because all they they would just talk about pie a lot, so that's where the pies bit comes from. And it's, oh, right. and it's so never, you're not it's, far off, Sean. Yeah, it's like a Pikachu. I feel bad for having a go, you know. It's a Pikachu I, I that is a weird. pie rather than a pie filled with Pikachu. Okay, I can't Sean. imagine there's much meat on a Pikachu. To be fair, <laughs> I was about to say, what do you think it tastes like? Just electricity? <laughs> oh yeah, do you think it retains its, some of its powers after it's been baked? And you, <laughs> oh, every bite, absolutely. you're just like, oh, fucking out. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I reckon you're right. Um, right, should we get to the Full Nails crew? Mm. It's an exciting one, because it's the first time we can read out the Full Nails crew on today. The Day of Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we don't know what to do with all this freedom these days. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm besides myself. What did you do with your first day of freedom, Sarah? Uh, I worked. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Well, was... Sean, you were at work as well? Uh, yeah. Well, I've just had the house rewired, so I've just been like cleaning up and moving furniture around all day, and I feel like shit. Matt, you first have freedom on Big Freedom Day? What, oh, what did you get out to? I took Eddie to school, and I stayed in working, which is <laughs> this is how freedom should be spent. I don't, I don't want to go into this too much, but remember when we first all started talking about this, and I was like, do you know the best thing about this? Once it's over, and it's, you know, it's done with, 
we can all go out and it's just going to be like one mad street party. Like everyone's going to go mad. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Well, the day's finally here and, and I spent the day going to work and worrying about COVID still. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think much has actually changed. Anyway, let's let's cheer ourselves up with the Full Nels crew, shall we? Um, they are the Patreon producers this month. They are Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Gabby Pereira, Graham Mackay, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Man, Rocket Man 76, and my dog Skip. Thank you so much for your support this month. And if you would like to support the show, then please go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Uh, various different tiers, isn't there, Matt? You, oh, there's so many tiers. You put all the tiers out there and you're like, come and have a look at our tiers. Pick one if you want. You know, you could take one. You don't have to take one, but you're free to come and play in this park. That's the, yeah, can, that's the quote, isn't it, Matt? Yeah, uh, you can you can do what you want, uh, as long as you give us money to enter the park. It's a standard park in, in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we need to do our Patreon stuff, and I can't try to remember if we agreed on a date, but it, we are doing our Patreon uh, talk so and you our podcast. Yeah, yeah. You suggested last weekend, and uh, James said, well, no, I mean, so I can't do that. Don't give um, it away. He doesn't want, he's, he's looking forward to people not knowing where he lives. Oh, right, and okay, you're going to have to bleep that then, Matt. Oh, for Christ's sake. Oh, not again. <laughs> okay, sure. I forgot about it. The people, they're going to find out, Sean. The listeners are going to find out. You know they are. That's true. They're going to oh, We've only narrowed down. it down to the country. I think, yeah. It's Mark we've already had one listener contact saying, I'll oh, follow him. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, just, I'm assuming they're not the only one. Yeah. Um, Right, should we get to feedback on last week's show, Matt? Let's yes, go. we're going to start with Darren Gargett. Can I offer you an alternative to the overused phrase spec bunk? A spec bump, Jesus. Spec- <laughs> Sorry, spec bunk? <laughs> yeah, spec is, that bump. The, is that the earliest we've ever had an episode uh, title, yeah, Sean? Yeah. I think uh, it might be, right? Yeah. <laughs> In the last show, uh, so this is Darren's alternative to a spec bump, and that's just simply upgrade. But I, the, I, I think, I think, I think he's saying this... that we're downplaying the you know <laughs> spec bump that actually the switch OLED is an upgrade, which you know technically oh. it is. Yeah, yeah. But we're like, oh, it's just a Hold spec on. bump, just a spec bump. Well, that's still an upgrade. I think up, upgrade makes more sense if you're talking about the switch OLED, right? Well, <laughs> this is the thing, isn't it? Because we we were differentiating between like what what the the switch OLED is versus what we you know we'd imagined we were getting and i think the point we were making is that like yeah okay so technically it is an upgrade but it's not a spec bump right i think that yeah. was the point we were making but i think that was it but I, I i i mean if i was looking at that and saying what phrase should be used for the oled version i, I would say piss take sean <laughs> I, I wouldn't say spec bump or upgrade let's let's go with piss take okay. i think it's, it's the route i'm going down <laughs> Um, but no, I, that's not what he's saying, though, is it? He's just saying that the, what, the phrase spec bump is overused and we should use upgrade instead, isn't he? Because wasn't it really uh, sure. upgrade didn't sound fancy enough, so people started nah. saying spec bump to sound spec smarter? Bump. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Um, so maybe, well, we, we, who, I mean, maybe we should use upgrade instead, but you know what we're like? We want to try and sound smarter, so I think we're going to stick any, with spec, yeah, spec bump. Any help we can get to sound intelligent, we'll take it. What did or what did um what do you say, Max? Spec bunk. Spec bunk. Spec bunk. It's definitely a spec yeah, bunk. Right, let's it's never an upgrade. Yeah. It's a spec bunk. Let's yeah. let's use that going forward. I reckon. Um, so that's why, good to me. 
Wyclef Sean has emailed in. Uh, oh, feedback, nice. SUP, TCGS cohorts. You've speculated about the next GTA game a few times recently, and it's always drifted around to whether people would want another 80s-themed game or something more modern. Probably worth mentioning that now we are now further from the 80s-themed GTA Vice City 2002 than Vice City was from the 80s by quite a lot. Enjoy feeling old. Cheers, Wyclef. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I, you, you read that stuff and you say, well, right, okay, so if... We were to do the same thing now. So what are we saying? Like 20 years? 15 years ago? What are we well, saying? Yeah, well, tw- 20 years, yeah. We're not going to do a GTA around 2002. What would that even be about? You look at the 80s. You look, well, actually, you look at the 50s. You, you've got a classic style there, in, certainly in America. Then the 60s, 70s, 80s. You can, and then when it gets to like 90s, okay... There's sort of a theme there. It's not as interesting as the others. Then you get to the 2000s and you're like, well, there's nothing, is it? Everyone's just wearing polo shirts and jeans, right? That's, <laughs> I, that's I not don't exactly know. A- I'd, I'd be quite into Rockstar like, having the balls to be like, because yeah, because everyone thinks that the early 2000s was just completely devoid of pop culture and then them just coming in and being like, yeah, we're going to set our game there. <laughs> I, 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 I would admire uh, it. When did The Wires start? That was, that was around then, right? Where are you going, if? <laughs> they'll, be, they, they, they'll have to put a wire reference in there, would they, Sean? That's, yeah. a, that's about as good yeah, as yeah, it gets yeah. for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I saw, did you see the um, the screenshots that supposedly leaked to that? No. Of what? <laughs> well, of GTA. Of the year 2002. Six. <laughs> that sounds really weird. Of the next GTA. And I mean, I, I, I don't think I believe them. I think it's all rubbish. But when you looked at it, if they are legit, then they're certainly not going down a more serious route. <laughs> there was like, there was like a, a, a the whale's hole, and there was like a Bob's finger food and all this sort of stuff. And it was all like, it, you, trust me, you've got to look at this map of this amusement park that's supposed to be in this new new uh, setting. And you look at the names of them and go, oh, no, they're going to still go down that route of the, the parody names and puns <laughs> and stuff. I don't know how I feel about that. I yeah. really don't. Because that's after that's playing Red one... Dead Redemption Two, you're kind of like you can do something here, like yeah. totally different. Because that's an element of like GTA humor. Even by GTA Four, was a bit like, ah, come on, guys. GTA <laughs> James, I get you. come on. <laughs> like, do you ever look at yourself though and just think, is that the game becoming a bit stale, or that that humor becoming a bit stale, or is that me getting older? Like, I'm trying to work out <laughs> where that sits with me now. No, I want something serious. I want something sure. serious. I'm, I'm sure whatever GTA does, it'll be great. And, you know, whether it's parodying culture or not, it, I'm sure it'll still be good. But I want I want to flip it and go serious. Definitely. But th- th- so, they can still have, like, some silly stuff on, like, you know, certain, uh, certain missions or certain kind of radio stations or whatever. There's still stuff they can lean into or maybe different parts of the country. Who knows? But... I think it might more, be more impactful to have it played totally straight, personally, but that's just me. Sarah, have you played much GTA? I haven't. Really? Yeah, I have never played one for more than about an hour. I tried getting into GTA Five for GTA Online because, like, you can't stop mm. playing. You can't stop playing GTA Online until you get a certain way. Oh, that's right. the story. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, got to the first bit where the cops start chasing you and yeah, I don't I don't do I don't do well with it. I can't drive in those <laughs> games. Like racing games, I'm yeah. not that bad at, but for some reason with GTA I just can't. 
can't deal with it. They have got a very like distinct driving style of those games, haven't they? It's mm. it's weird. It's way more twitchy than you think it's going to yeah. be. But then saying that, I've played other games that try and emulate the uh, the racing sort of feel, like say um, uh, Forza Horizon in an open world sort of action game, and it just never feels quite right. Mm. I don't. I can't think of a, an example where that's felt good. The only ones that I've really enjoyed driving in are either GTA or the Mafia games weren't too bad. Although, although if you broke the speed limit in those games, you had the, the uh, police after you. But <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know where they go from here. But by the sounds of it, it's it's years away. So I don't think we need to worry about it too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I haven't seen his leaked screenshots, but I, I'm just going to say they're probably bullshit. I, I mean, you don't get many leaks from Rockstar. And I, I feel like no, we're no. so far away from it. It's very amazing. They're bullshit. Fake yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Did the did the yep. map? Okay. Cool. Sorry. Did the map Mitch for five hey, launch? Not leak. Sorry. Oh, did, did what? It? The map for five leaked, didn't it? Oh, oh did it really? I yeah, swear but wasn't it, it like? I don't remember. You know, wasn't it just like I a think couple you of might days? Be right, actually, I do remember seeing an image, and yeah, I because once they leaked that, wasn't there a bunch of like comparison? images where it was like this is the leaked gta yeah. 5 map and mm. we've scaled it compared to gta 4 yeah and all that it was like the size stuff. comparison stuff yeah mm. yeah i remember that i can't believe sarah will come onto this podcast <laughs> and mug me off in the first 12 minutes <laughs> it's not a hard thing to <laughs> do I me any leak. actually i think you find it was a massive leak man. i was given i was given explicit permission <laughs> to tear in as much as i'd like to unbelievable i thought you'd warm up by going for james first because he's not here well that's, well, that's the thing because because he's not here. I yeah. I've never re- I've never really spoken to him, so I'd feel I feel a bit unfair. Oh, oh, oh don't worry about in, that. I'm not here to defend himself. No, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry about that stuff. That's fine. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Hold on. Let me just check. I'll just text him to see if he's all right with it. Him. Yeah, yeah. He says it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Please feel free to mug James Farley off as much as you want. Should we get on to the next one, Matt? Yeah, Mitchy Mitch. Hey, guys. Great show last week, although I did have to walk out of my local Tesco Express empty-handed on Wednesday while listening to the podcast. As a theme tune to Farley's Fantasy Zone filled my ears, I felt an uncontrollable ball of laughter building in my stomach and I had to get out of there before making a scene. <laughs> uh, we, we had some other people mentioning that they they very much enjoyed the FFZ uh, theme tune. Yeah, mean, yeah. I, I think it's really a shame we won't be here this week. but um, it's, it's one of the best uh, things I've ever heard. And if you... Um, there was a few people saying that we were frustrated that we were talking all over it. Um, if you go to the end of the last episode, the, the full jingle is there like without us talking over it so go back and listen because you probably turned off during matt's social bit but right at the end after <laughs> the music there's the full jingle there so definitely check that out and we'll be we'll be hearing it more don't worry about those gta leaks would have been in farley's fantasy zone you know what i mean <laughs> he, he's uh he's got plenty of rumors to report on so we'll look forward to that yeah, we're going to go next with Roggy. Uh, well done on two cracking streams last week. I thought the Fun Candy talk show was going to be hard to beat, but the Operation Tango stream was one of the funniest things I've seen in ages. Mr. David Turner <laughs> showing his nominating for a Saint-like Patience Award. I'm assuming that having two young boys around the house throughout lockdown has meant that David has a high tolerance for nonsense of all kinds. The cut-back-in moment brought back such happy memories of trying to get my 75-year-old mum to download Zoom remotely. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep up the last. We need more than ever. Appreciate y'all. 
Uh, cheers, Raji. I, I, I would say that I wasn't patient at all with him. I was awful. When I watched that back, <laughs> literally the first thing he got wrong, I was shouting at him down the microphone. So I wouldn't say I was patient with him. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that game a little bit later. But uh, we should talk about the, the Fun Candy stream we did last yeah. week. If you if you haven't seen it, the full thing's on YouTube. You know, you should have, if you're subscribed to the, the podcast feed, you would have got the audio version of it. But what an experience that was to to you know it's one of those like, things that i've wanted to do for years and years and years and you go into it praying that it's going to go well and after it finished i thought that couldn't have gone better that was it mm. was so much fun to do and ian was brilliant about the whole thing you know uh he, he, he didn't really want to do it because he doesn't <laughs> like looking back on his work but my word, it was it was such an experience to sit there and watch that documentary with him and, and pick pick it apart and get these stories out of it. Yeah, it's so interesting. Um, yeah. So the full things on, on our YouTube channel, definitely check that out. Um but uh yeah, send send Ian tweets and stuff and let him know that you liked it because uh because oh god, it was just so good. So much fun to do. And we've I've I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've been saying Danch over and over oh God, again yeah. all week. Yeah, yeah. Harry's been saying it, we've all been saying it. <laughs> did did you see any of this, Sarah? I did, yeah. I watched Yeah, I watched the whole thing. You see him beat Miyamoto? Yes. <laughs> it's just one of my favourite moments. It was well, so good. It's 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 amazing that you said he didn't really want to do it because he looked like he was having the most fun doing it. <laughs> oh yeah. he loved it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's uh, he said he absolutely loved it, and he wants to do. We've definitely going to do some more stuff um, later down the line. But he was, yeah, no, he was brilliant throughout. Some of the stories he was coming out with was just absolutely wonderful. Exactly what I was hoping for. So that was that was really good fun to do. And everyone that's been in contact about it have said they loved it. So thanks for thanks for letting us know. It's been really cool. Cool. Uh, Tony Matterson, I'm writing in response to Simon Nelson's lovely email praising the show. I'd like to put him up on one comment. He said, I'd like to say, and I'm sure all the listeners would agree, Mr. Nelson definitely not speak for me, and I'm sure all the listeners will agree. That's from Tony. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Simon, Simon Nelson went, he went too far there to say all the listeners would agree with him. Yeah, I think if he's right, just okay. so, yeah. just goes for now, so he can talk for everyone. I don't, I don't know. I think Absolutely. Well, no, no, oh, no I agree with that. Is yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Who's Tony? Who's it's Tony what, to come along and point. say that that about a full Nils member? I'm not having that. So can we block his IP? Can we yeah, do no, that? Just, Is that possible? On, Matt? Just, um, yeah, block block now. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> did you regret getting rid of your mechanical keyboard for a moment? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you a little bit like oh, that would have so mechanical, which is low profile, David. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Uh, Tony, point, yeah, Tony Matterson's now gone, or Masterson. I mean, I, I, it doesn't matter what his surname is; he's gone. And uh, I do apologise. <laughs> Tonys have now been banned from listening. <laughs> yeah, it's just Good. easy <laughs> to do it that way, isn't it? Um, Tiny Tim <laughs> is next. Dear sirs, how dare you? I checked out the Funky Con. ASMR video after your chat last week. <laughs> I know you specified not allowing children to listen to the clip, but as an 11-year-old footballer, I didn't find it offensive at all and was rather <laughs> charmed by his constant chewing. What I did find repulsive was Funky Kong's behaviour within Tropical Freeze. I had to get more funky in my life, so I played the game. When I finally entered his shop to buy extra red balloons, I did. I saw him do the wanker sign during his idol animation. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. I love the show. But please give your younger listeners a warning about deviant characters in games, not just saucy ASMR videos. Thanks. What, are we just taking Tiny Tim's word for this? What? Yeah. He does the... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> sure, fair enough. 
Surely this would have been a meme or something if it was if it was real. I mean, I'm not googling it. No. Who's going to take one for that, Sean? You you're a no. big Funky Kong fan, aren't you? Can you Google? I mean, I am, but not Funky that. Funky Kong not that wanking, sort of... please. No. <laughs> oh God, definitely well, don't Google that. The worst, the worst fear is that it will actually come up with another ASMR video. Want <laughs> to add... bang into? Yeah, and I'll just be like, oh, well, I, you know, I'll give it a go. Actually, yeah, right. Well, that's me in the rabbit hole for the week. <laughs> All right, okay, okay uh, Capone Adam. Here and last week, you have a listener from Rockstar Games brought back a horrible memory when I was first desperately trying to get my foot in the door of the games industry. It would have been around 2004 where I sent the studio a box with my CV, a portfolio, and a CD showreel. At this time, Rockstar North was my most desired studio to be at, so I really wanted my application to stand out. My tactic for this is something that makes me cringe every time I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I had a PS2 controller that was broken, so I smashed it up with a hammer. I laid <laughs> the broken controller on top of my application portfolio and CD demo reel within the box. I then placed a piece of paper on top and wrote the following words on it. I'm passionate about gaming. <laughs> Oh no! I think the idea I wanted to get across <laughs> was that I'm so invested in playing games, I end up battering my game controllers too intensely. <laughs> Something like that. In hindsight, <laughs> in hindsight, it makes no sense at all, and I must have seemed really odd, possibly even threatening. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I never heard back from them. <laughs> I mean, Adam, was this, this note was it written with newspaper clippings by any chance? Yeah. Or yeah. was it written oh. in blood? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm imagining crayon. Like that's that's what come with Crayola on there. But that really yeah, could yeah. be like scratchy, repeated drawing. With like you know, like with, you know, like with a biro, and you just kind of write the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. like in yeah. someone's crazed journal or something. I'm passionate about gaming. <laughs> One of the words is definitely the crossed out. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I, um. Well, seeing as we've got a listener who works for Rockstar, and if you want to message in uh, discreetly, I think you know you can send a DM to Sean or something. He's very uh, he's very private with stuff like that. I'm not. I tell everyone, <laughs> don't do it to me. And um, but but ask around the offices, Rockstar, and say, do you remember? Was there ever a story floating about? Is there a legend of a guy sending in a smashed up controller in a job application? Is that? Because I bet people still talk about that to yeah, this just day. Talk to HR. To, right? HR boy got that in the office still. Like, look at this. Do you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> what is this guy? What is this person? Oh, you're talking about Capone Adam. Yeah, he's on, oh, yeah. He's on the red list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> went to the police about it in the end. Um, wow. Okay. Capone, if you've got any other stories like that about how you tried to get jobs, then please, yeah, please, please do please, please uh, send, them over, uh, yeah. send us some more because I'd love to hear some I'm passionate <laughs> about gaming. I kind of, I kind of think you. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, I kind of want to know what other people would send game studios. What thing could you think that you're sending them to show how passionate you are about the games that they make, but to them it will just seem really vaguely threatening? Yeah, yeah, like my thumbs. Yeah, <laughs> it's not worth gaming. It's not worth gaming unless I'm working with you and I send them my thumbs in a, yeah. I don't know, in a jiffy bag. I don't need these anymore unless you hire me. Because <laughs> well, you do, you do see this. Like some, I mean, obviously this won't be exclusive to like games companies, but I've seen you know where they're like, oh, if you're applying, like, do anything you want that you think will make you stand out. And it's like, yeah, no, there's limits, isn't here's there? My, here's my CV on one side of A4 and a covering letter. That's all you... <laughs> yeah, but the, haven't you, like, I was thinking about this the other day, right? 
the worst question on a CV or worst bit of a CV to fill out is personal interests, right? Mm. What do you put there? Like, what, what? Because you don't want to, because we're into, you know, I, I don't want to put podcasting. I, I've got a podcast. Like, I don't yeah. want to put that on there. Even though, you know, I'm not ashamed of it or anything, but like putting that on a CV is a bit... But if you're trying to get into games... Well, exactly, and you can't, and you can't be like, I, I do a podcast, but it makes money, actually. It's quite... Oh, God, it's, God. hold on. <laughs> if, yeah, you're absolutely right. If I was going for a, for a uh, job in the games industry, then yeah, oh, I would yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. put that on there. But I'm talking about like in in my life, I'm Normal very me-focused, Matt. I don't know if you've noticed, but... Uh, just say <laughs> I love uh, uh, walking, going to the gym, and I'm a news junkie. And I love movies. <laughs> I love, I love, yeah, I love, love films. Yeah, yeah I, love I love films. Love movies. Yeah. So easy. Isn't See it? my friends in like, movies. Bloody hell. Oh, I, I really like learning. Actually, uh, I don't really have much time uh, to myself, so I just I just work all the time. Actually, please hire me. <laughs> yeah, I'm very passionate about gaming. Just um, incredibly passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, what if it's controller. just two words? Tightrope. <laughs> what if that was on there? Would you like it? I would. Yeah, if it's just if it's personal interest, tightrope. That's it. That's it. U- unicycle. You'd get him in for an interview, wouldn't you? Just to see. You'd <laughs> be getting know. the string out <laughs> and putting it one side of the office to the string? other. String. <laughs> I mean, if they're yeah, a string, they're pretty. Is, they're pretty impressive. <laughs> well, you never know. They might be good at it, Matt. Well, or they could be really small. You never judge a book by their CV. All no, right. I've always, I've always said that, yeah. Uh, that is it for <laughs> feedback. If you want to leave us feedback, go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. Cool. Um, James Farley's not here for the news. So, uh, I mean, Sean was saying all day, well, I'm going to show you how it's done, actually. I'm going to show you how it's done tonight. <laughs> just you, you know, fucking We wait, always James. have a pop at James, but I'm gonna, just watch me. I'm the I'm the I'm the golden star example, mate. So go on, Sean. That's what I always Step say about forward, myself. Let's hear it. I'm the golden star example. <laughs> um, I've already said. I always say to you that you're you're too arrogant. Like I yeah. I, I do bring that up a lot. And yeah, maybe yeah. you need to rein it in, Sean. To yeah, be honest yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Um, Valve have announced announced the Steam Deck, which basically it's a little PC that you hold in your hands. It's like a Switch, but with some weird touch panels on it, and it looks kind of ugly. But I'm sort of weirdly excited about it. Um, <laughs> it looks kind of ugly, but I'm a man with a hoary split pro <laughs> on my switch. So, you know, makes no odds, me, really. It's an upgrade. Um, I mean, so you know, we, we've talked about this previously, haven't we? Because there have been rumours. Yeah, there's been rumours. There's been like patents yep. and stuff. It's called like Steam Pal, whatever it was, code name before. Steam Pal. Why didn't they go with that? What a great name. Um, but yeah, you know, and I've said previously, like, well, they, this already exists, right? There, are, there are devices like this that are knocking around, but they're all about eight hundred quid plus. Whereas the cheapest Steam Deck starts at three hundred and forty nine pounds. However, <laughs> that's with only sixty four gig of storage. Not a problem. Well, is this is what's interesting, isn't it? So there's going to be others. There's going to be a 250 gig one at £459, and there's going to be a 512 gig one at £569, although the latter two won't be available until like the second half of next year, whereas the 64 gig one will be available earlier. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all supposed to be available in December, but yeah. sales or pre-orders have been gone, have gone crazy. So yeah, yeah, you're now waiting a fair few months afterwards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's sort of, by even offering the 64 gig one, there's, there's no other difference in spec, by the way, between these. They're all uh, well, no, as no, powerful. The difference is that it's, like, it's a slower, the 64 gig is a slower one. Whereas Sorry, the, yeah, it's, slow um, storage, isn't it? The but other in terms two... Of- yeah, in terms of the processor and, and everything else, are the no, same. no, yeah, power and graphics are the same. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, but, but it's also important to note that they've all got SD card slots, right? Yes. So, yeah. you know, we were t- only talking last week about how bad the storage is in a Switch, mm. but we've all got, you know, 250 gig SD cards stuck in it. Mm. Um, so I think that's... I can't see a downside to this. No. I really can't. I looked at it and I thought, this is this is really good. But yeah. at the same time, I'm going to hold off a bit and I don't know why. I don't know what's holding me back. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. To me, the, the big question mark is, so, I mean, for one, Valve haven't got a very good track record of supporting their hardware, right? Um, no. Like Steam Link. And, I mean, I don't know how um, the Index is doing, you know, their, their VR headset, but, you know, there's the Steam controller as well, which apparently... Was I mean, the, in- the Valve banned. Index is constantly in, like, the top-selling charts, but the top-selling charts no. are by revenue, so... Right, so pretty so good head sense. start being with it being a grand, but and I mean yeah. since since Alex came out, it's been in the top selling charts. Yeah, always, always, always mm. there, and they're, they're hard to get hold of a, a while back. Yeah, um, I mean, it's... but but my question, my question is, mm. do do they need to offer support to it? Like, what what support do they need to do? Isn't it literally just a handheld PC? So surely it's just software updates that you would update on any. Steam device. Well, I, I suppose the question is: is it is it big enough that developers will bother making sure stuff runs on it, right? Because obviously, like right. it's it's pretty well spec, and they've shown footage of it, it running, um, you know, like Control and um, uh, fuck, what's it called? Star Wars, Fallen Order. Yes, Fallen Order. Yeah, thank you. Um, and and yeah, and running those really well. Um, but yeah, broadly speaking, obviously it's not going to be as powerful as like a good PC. I think they said in, in terms of spec, it's yeah, quote comparable to a gaming laptop with the ability to run the latest AAA games. But it's that's a, pretty good. Amazing, that's pretty good. Handheld, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't think Sean. I don't think people are going to buy this thinking future AAA games is what I want to play on this thing. No, true. You think and a, the, a huge part of Steam are the the sort of indie. You know, like mm. I'm, I'm banging to my indie games. I love them, right? Mm. And Steam is a good platform for them, even though it is, you know, it's got so much stuff on there. It's hard to pick through, yeah. but it's still a very decent platform. You know, uh, when a game like um, Disco Elysium came along, mm. it was I had no way of playing it until GeForce Now launched, right? Yeah. Whereas with this thing, that's the exact sort of game that I can play on it. It's not going to put too much pressure on what's inside, mm. and there's still going to be games coming out of that sort of level the amount of um uh power it needs to run they're still going to be coming out for years and years to come mm. so and then when you're looking you know everyone obviously switched over to the switch for indie gaming at one point not everyone but you know a, a big audience moved over to there but you would look at how the games were priced on the switch and looked at the same game on steam for you know and the price was just not comparable it was ridiculous mm. so this kind of totally makes sense to me. Yeah, like, and the, the for fact what that they, I would use it for. Yeah, the fact that they are offering that sixty-four gig one is yeah, basically saying right off the bat, like we know some of you aren't going to play fucking cyberpunk on this, like, <laughs> and that's fine. Like that's that's totally valid. Um, and yeah, like similarly, um, so like Chicory, for example, I still really want to play it, but I've got the PC version, and I just. Like we, you know, we've talked before about that that barrier of like if you've got a game that's only on PC, it's just when you sit down in the evening and you're deciding what to play, that just that tiny bit of extra faff of playing something on the PC and looking at you know like looking at the same screen that I've been working on all day, 
is not that enticing. Whereas if I had one of these, I'd have finished Chicory five times over by now. Um, so yeah, I, I'm well interested. Yeah. Um, does Sarah, look horrible though. Um, does look horrible. Oh God. Yeah. It's so ugly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it look, yeah. It looks awful. It just looks far. It looks, mm. I, I, I've got I've got fairly small hands anyway, and I feel like mm. if you're someone who has the size hands that struggled with like you remember the original Xbox controllers, yeah, <laughs> like yep, you're Duke. yeah you're gonna struggle with this thing. Like it just mm-hmm. looks way too big and bulky. Um, I don't really play enough PC games. Like I get I get why people like it. I get why people are like really excited by it. But for me, I'm like eh. my I've already decided my novelty handheld pre-order for july is probably going to go on the play date i yeah same uh, yeah that's <laughs> are, you getting the play, are you guys getting the play date i yes, think so I'm yeah. gonna try i to. really want it it looks amazing and like the dock looks amazing and even the the pen. Pen. I'm, not, I'm not going all in i'm not the getting pen, the dock yeah. and stuff but yeah. oh no I want, you know I, what matt's like i want i, I want the dock and the pen i just <laughs> no, i just, I just love not. the novelty of it being an actual ink pen it's not like a stylus <laughs> for a touch screen it's it's yeah. it's just a pen <laughs> this could be one of those ones that, that someone in the office comes around and say can i borrow a pen uh nope nope well, there's Absolutely one just there no, no. Nope. Yeah. not having that one <laughs> no it's special you. and it's mine um, yeah i i just don't know why i haven't pre-ordered yet i think you know obviously money worries mm. further down the line we don't know what's going to be happening so i you know but i can cancel so that's stupid as well mm-hmm. um but and it does feel like i've missed the boat now because all the launch consoles have gone right people are being quoted you know yeah uh, so q, well q1 in, 2022 already yeah well into next year so, for the um for the yeah the larger two ones um so by that point i'm thinking let's just see what comes of it like if it is yeah. decent or whatever yeah um, I mean, and, we should also yeah. note so they they've been very open about the fact that you can store whatever, uh, install whatever you want on it. Um, so it is running like a new version of Steam OS, but it's got this weird tech um, that we talked about. I know Athene uh, got in touch a couple of weeks, months back, um, about yeah this this thing that Valve have that basically yeah allows Linux to run Windows games. So it's going to be using that. Mm. Um, and also there's a dock for it that then allows you to output to a, a TV on, and, you know, plug in other USB devices. Although and that's stuff. not available yet. They've, they've not yeah. finished designing that. No, and no. It but they also said you launch. could use, and they also said you can use any kind of powered USB dock. I mean, that, that is yeah, a yeah. problem in itself because you've got to find the right one and one that works. But yeah, the fact that they're saying, you know, this is open, you can install Windows on it, you can install the Epic Game Store, whatever you want, you can install like itch, you can use any dock you want. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. In that regard, it's meant, it's meant to be quite heavy, and mm. um, the two main negatives I've seen about the, the thing so far, and remember, we've only seen very <laughs> specific marketing uh, based around this at the moment, but the, the two main sort of downsides I've seen that it's quite weighty, um, a lot heavier than, say, the Switch, and um, it, the battery life varies. They quote it between two and eight hours, depending yeah. on what you're playing. Mm. If it's like 60 um, frames, it's going to be a two hour one. If it's like a 30 frame, game you'll 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 last longer which i thought was interesting yeah so it's it's um yeah i think i'm gonna hold back to see what it's like and you you know part of me hopes it fails miserably because we know what steam are like 
<laughs> they release something, and if it doesn't hit, they go, how about three quid for it then? What do you reckon? <laughs> We've got a few. Do you want some three quid? And I'll be one of those. Yeah, all right then. Why not? Um, but we'll see. We'll see. It's very exciting to see this be announced. Yeah, it? it's amazing uh, someone else coming out in, you know, with a new... I mean, a new handhelds are exciting, and um, this looks like a really compelling device. I mean, I don't... So, so I don't quite know why the buttons look like they're all trying to escape the, the device, but um, <laughs> yeah, it looks good. And I mean, it, not this rule, and not in the, not this rule indication, but everyone on my friends list on Steam it said they like pre-ordered it. Um, and I guess unlike standard pre-orders, you had to like actually put money down because they wanted to they wanted to kind of stop scalpers by one taking some money off you. I think it's like four four or five quid if you wanted to pre-order, and also you, your account had to be a certain age. Yeah, and you had mm. to, uh, or had to be old enough in some regard. You had to have bought games in the last month, so they tried to do whatever they can to stop scalpers. Mm. Um, so, but but even so, loads of people, my friends, just had got one. Uh, my 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 guess is if if you're if you're at a point where you're scalping using bots and stuff, then you've probably got Steam yeah. account, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a wrong thing to assume, but uh, I don't see how that works. Speaking about the buttons, I like the fact there's a couple of triggers on the back. A little bit like the Xbox Elite. Yeah, there's like four right? extra buttons on the back, isn't there? That's quite cool. They had to do that, right? Yeah, and then you can use either the trackpads or the sticks as mm. well. So, and uh, the trackpads, um, you know, on on like on uh, like Steam on index controllers are fine. Uh, they do a job. I never got to use a Steam controller, but they say they've done lots of learnings uh, from developing a Steam controller, and it looks it looks pretty mad. I mean, look, the device looks mad when you look at it, but I guess I'm not going to be using both stick and and touchpad and D pad at the same time. Yeah. But it looks like they've just given us so many well, you're controls. Not, you're not elite enough. You're not you're not a hardcore gamer, man. Not esports enough for that. Finally, um, finally, finally admitted well, it. Because it looks like wow, you literally given me like a thousand control systems, which is good. I mean, like, it gives people options, but hmm. yeah, it's a fascinating device. I, I've put a pre-order down because you know might as well. You're, you're Matt Murray. I don't know if I really have room for this in my 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 life, but I thought. Well, I wasn't actually going to. Now everyone else was doing it. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Well, it'll only cost it. you three hundred and fifty quid to find out. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's put he's put a pre order down for the Switch OLED edition, despite last week oh, everyone God, saying yeah. there was no point in buying one, and and the fact that Matt barely plays his Switch. So, it's well, that, well, that isn't true. The second one isn't true, um, okay. and the first one, well, you know, it doesn't hurt just to put it down, and I'll, I'll think about it close to the time. I don't get why you wouldn't just pre order now and decide later. Because we've already all agreed that we don't need one. Well, like, uh, what if I decide later? I'm like, oh, you know, I would love one now. No, I can't because they're sold out. <laughs> so yeah, pre order now. Just you got six months to decide. No, right. Okay. It's stupid not to. Anyway, Steam Deck. Yeah, it look. It looks. It looks pretty. It looks pretty wild. I'm fascinated to see. Did where, you see? Where it goes. Just on a separate note, did you see that uh, Elgato announced a new uh, Stream Deck on the same day? <laughs> Elgato, would you I, think? I knew Elgato was going to make those announcements because they've been teasing it for a while. Um, then, uh, and I was like, hang on. So Steam Deck just been announced on the day that Elgato go do something. And yeah, but the the, the new Stream Deck, it's just got like. Um, you can change the face plates and it's got a detachable USB cable, so it's not not a huge upgrade, but they also announced loads of other things like a new webcam and uh, all sorts of stuff. You pre-ordered it, Matt? Uh, no, I've got, a, I've got a Stream Deck, so I'm not going to... Yeah, well, you've got a Switch, but... No, I'm not going to get a new one just for okay. replaceable face plates. Well, maybe I will. Uh, anything else on this thing? Um, I just, it's interesting, like I've seen people saying, ah, but what about Steam machines? Why is this different? Well, because it's just one device with one spec and a decent price. 
which is yep. all the things that steam machines were missing um yep. So yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. And like, yeah, the thing with steam machines is that Valve created like a, you know, like a a, pl- a plan for other people to make steam machines, and it didn't really kind of didn't do enough. I mean, I feel like products like the Steam Link, people loved, but then they discontinued that, and people still using it now, but they've gone really cheap. The controller as well is an like experiment, but yeah, I think I think you're right. The fact this is one product, um, it's and and. and that they can afford to investigate. They can afford to spend some money to see how it works. They they got steam and mm. a lot of hats that people buy. So it's they've it's got gonna be really steam interesting. And a lot of hats. Well, they, they've got <laughs> a lot of money, so they can they can they can take a punt on this. <laughs> okay. Is what I'm saying. Well, plus, I, I, I will say this: it's hilarious me. if you watch the interview um, that IGN did. It's a video interview. It's on their thing. Um, I don't think I need to plug them, but there you go. Um, there's um, there's this great interview where they're asking frequently asked questions, and it was hilarious the answers that were coming back because mm. the people that worked on the Steam Deck looked surprised to even be asked and didn't quite understand why this was a big deal. And the person asking the questions was like, "What?" Because they were going, "So has it got like? Can you use Bluetooth headphones?" Yeah. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course you can. Yeah, and oh, will it work with other controllers? Yeah, it's just like any Bluetooth controller works <laughs> with it. And like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what we've had to be through, go through with Nintendo? Um, but you know, I've seen a lot of comments out there on Twitter and stuff about this and how this is a, a Switch beater, and you know, um, why would anyone get the Switch if if uh, if this is available and stuff? And I yeah, think this is a real all, Switch Pro, that kind of stuff. This is all that's all nonsense, isn't it? It's absolute nonsense because at the end of the day, Nintendo have got Nintendo games, um, yeah. so that's you can't really compare. I'm not saying that you know the Switch is better because of that, but what I'm saying is that that's a very different audience there. Oh yeah. If the Switch Two was announced tomorrow i would have a pre-order and as much as i like the look of the steam deck i haven't pre-ordered it and mm. so i think yeah well, no. that says everything doesn't it yeah Me. i mean I'm, I'm i'm in the same boat like if if there was an actual switch pro then yeah that would have been instant pre-order whereas yeah the steam deck i'm like eh, it's cool but i wouldn't use it yeah that's my concern i think you see i because yeah but like because i've had a steam library for fucking two decades or whatever <laughs> show off i'm just like no. um yeah like i know i'll have tons of stuff to play on this but i can understand like if you've not been much of a steam user previously that's like like i've seen people saying like oh technically this is going to launch with like the best library ever it's like yeah that's cheating can't say that it doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> Sean is the uh, referee of the console wars world. I don't know if yeah. you've, uh, I don't know if you've noticed. That's, that's a year. Excuse like, me, not so fast. There, <laughs> we're going to discount uh, a, a couple of things about this. Um, do, do do you think? I mean, we're never going to know, but do you think this is going to push Nintendo in any way to do like, nah. different things? No, think not well. what do you mean we're, ne- we're never going to know? I mean, you're we're assuming ne- we, we know the exact answer yeah. to that. I don't, they, I they don't won't think, even look at it. I don't think yeah, anything exactly. pushes Nintendo to do anything different. They they do what they do. <laughs> Yeah. And don't really care what anyone else does. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> that's a good thing, sometimes it's not. Yeah. They're like, hang on, you can, use, com- you can use wireless headphones. What? what? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> yeah, you can see you see someone going into the office uh, at Nintendo going, Have you seen this Steam Deck thing? They've got like you can use Bluetooth headphones. Do you think we should do 
did that for the Switch. And then the boss turned around and going, yeah, it sounds like a great idea. Sounds like a great idea. And they walk out of the office and just press the button. Just call security. <laughs> that guy, you see him like holding his box as he's walking out saying Get goodbye out. to all his colleagues. <laughs> uh, the other thing that's interesting is obviously now with Microsoft obviously releasing Xbox, well, Xbox games on PC, your Master Chief Collection, you've got loads of other stuff coming mm. out on PC. Sony now yeah. releasing Sony games on PC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like this is this this has been painted as like the uh, amazing indie machine and playing some other PC games as well. But actually, also you get the opportunity to play Master Chief Collection. You'll get plays chance to play Ghost of Tsushima oh, and all these other games. And then there's the other element of okay, you know, Game Pass and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and yeah, yeah th- this feels like a much more capable device. If you think about there's other other games. The Sony games, we don't have a Sony handheld anymore. We don't have an Xbox handheld. There's like another element, you, I think, to that. You're right. You could literally use it as your, your xCloud um, device, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever it's called now. Xbox streaming service cloud device or whatever they call it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's pretty mad. That is mad. Mm. Should we move on? Yeah. Read the room, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Look, I don't normally do this section, and I'm going to embarrass myself further because the next news article... I know nothing about, um, but <laughs> Ubisoft have unveiled uh, Tom Clancy's X Defiant, which is a new free-to-play multiplayer shooter. I've only had a very quick look at the trailer with the sound off. Matt, do you want to tell everyone? Yeah, this was unveiled tonight. This was um, teased a couple of days ago. They said there's going to be an announcement today, and they've announced it. It's, uh, as Sean says, a six-on-six free-to-play, free-to-play multiplayer shooter. It looks like... You know, Apex Legends. Rogue Company. Rogue, Rogue Company, Company, Apex Legends, um, you know, Valorant. It's like that, that kind of thing. It's like a bright, brightly coloured shooter, really, uh, with different classes. Those classes are actually taken from other Ubisoft titles, like the Wolf. There's a one called the Wolves. They're from Ghost Recon, the Echelon. Echelon. They're from Splinter Cell. Uh, cleaners from the Division, etc. And they're going to have many more characters, many more classes coming uh, later after launch there's an open they beta got, they got a team of boats you can be a team of boats from skull and bones <laughs> that's, that's gonna that. be the class i'll go for i think yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, i mean i think boats would win uh, <laughs> <laughs> if i log on there's a team of boats i'm, like, I'm not playing well, i don't know because everyone could just point? board you and just they're just standing on the deck just just left right and center nothing you can do and then you just sink yourself job done skull and bones can't so wait. this is going to be every platform known to man. I mean, li- li- literally every platform. But and there's there's a beta plan for August fifth. I mean, I, I watched the trailer. When I say the words "free to play Ubisoft shooter," it, it's exactly how you would imagine. Um, I mean, it's not really for me. It looks like it's got a lot of the. It's got a lot of the ingredients of these kind of shooters that do well. You know, even like you know, War Warzone, all sorts of stuff. You know, the shooting looks good, and they were definitely at pains in the video to talk about how they're a shooter first. They've ultimately focused on how the guns feel and how they look and, and how they react and whatnot. But it, I watched it and I just felt cold. It didn't do much they for me. Lo- they looked at that first and not the microtransaction business model, no? That, that wasn't the first thing they looked at. Come on, we, we could see it. We could see, we, we could see the business behind it. Yeah, but you have other like, free-to-play games. I mean, like, Warzone's obviously done like, incredibly well and... Yeah, it feels like they're, they're absolutely going after that kind of kind of crowd. Uh, it's it's not for me. I'm sure some people would probably get into it, but not for me. Not for me. But you know, anyway. <laughs> I, think my, 
Matt, Matt, is it for you, Matt? I'm trying to work out if this is your sort of game, to be uh, honest with you. I yeah, I've pre-ordered a free-to-play download. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I've, I've played and enjoyed uh, lots of Ubisoft shooters. Um, you know, I was a big fan of uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I've played a few Ghost Recon games and stuff. Um, but I looked at it and I kind of thought, yeah, that's... Um, yeah, that's, as you say, Matt, it's exactly what I thought it would look like. And I instantly knew what it was. This, I'm going to try it because I'm going to try it. But I, I, it just feels now that we're waiting for something new and big to come along, doesn't it? Like, it feels like we need the next Battle Royale. Yeah. The next sort of exciting idea that, that it draws everyone together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what, well, obviously I don't know what that idea is because, you know, never, no one really, I mean, people kind of saw PUBG coming based off of, um, the zombie game, but I, I, there's still, it still feels like there need, needs to be something completely out there, completely new to come out, um, that sort of takes everything over. And this certainly isn't this, it, it looks like a number of games that you've played before. So it would be interesting to see if one of these actually takes off in a big way. I mean, in um, a just society, Dave, that game you're talking about is Knockout City, isn't it? It is. And but, I'm still bitter about it, Sean, yeah. to be honest with you, because none of my friends play, with, play it with me anymore. We should, and we should get that going again. It, we should do. We should. That's a good game. We should. That um, is a good game. Um, from what I but, saw of this... My main question is, why are they still putting Tom Clancy's name on this stuff? Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> isn't it? It's so strange. Like, at it least is, something well, like... That is weird. I mean, never mind the fact that he's been dead for a while. At least something like The Division, right? You could be like, yeah, that's the sort of thing he'd probably be into. But, I mean, looking at the trailer for this... <laughs> sort of thing he'd probably be into. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this is just, like, this is just weird. He'd, he'd have nothing to do with this. So, it kind of... It kind of does so the because I, I watched the trailer earlier as well and i uh-huh. did sign up for the pc beta test whatever it okay. is um until i realized that it's us only oh. but um god damn it yeah so basically you have um these different factions and each of the factions is like the different class which is kind of a bit weird to me because i feel like each faction should have lots of the different class and you choose what faction you want to go for and then you pick a class with that but anyway that's a whole that's just a personal bugbear of that um but basically each faction is based on a different tom clancy like world so you've got the like the splinter cell looking faction with the three little eyes on their head I couldn't tell you what any of the other factions' franchises are, though, because I don't know. I looked at them, <laughs> and I can tell that you can tell that they're different franchises because they're very like differently designed. But I could not tell you which franchise they belong to. I only recognise. Yeah, Splinter so you Cell. would assume <laughs> that it was Ghost Recon, Rainbow Six. Um, I mean, no, I've, I don't know this for a fact, but Ghost Recon, Rainbow Six, The Division. Um, what Splinter other Cell. ones? Can you does... be the plane from Hawks? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Maybe that's DLC. Possibly. That's coming I've not later. had that in a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so so you're looking forward to it, Sarah? Are you, or are you yeah, just interested I mean, to see how it plays? I mean, I like I like Overwatch. I got big into Overwatch when Overwatch mm-hmm. came out. Um, mm. I, I really like Apex Legends a lot, but I'm so bad at it, and it seems like <laughs> everyone is so good with it, and I don't mm. know anyone else that plays it so i can't get 
like a trio together so it's just really frustrating to play mm. uh, but it, yeah. it feels so good to play and i just i just really really enjoy like good solid fps's with where like the guns feel really nice and i feel like if they get that nailed down and if enough people i know are playing it regularly then yeah i'll probably get like well into it if no one i know plays it play- then i'll never touch it <laughs> did you play rogue company no, I've I've only that really, was... as much as I say, like, I really like FPSs, it's only been something I've really gotten into in the last, like, couple of years. Yeah, yeah, Rogue Company would definitely be worth checking out, because that is, I mean, we we played it, what, was probably the start of last year, maybe a little bit later, but we, we hammered that for about two months. And um, absolutely loved every minute of it. And it had exactly that. All the weapons felt good. All the classes felt like really unique and um, and interesting. Um, and it, this seems more like uh, the Rogue Company than it does, say, Apex Legends. Because, you know, 6v6. I mean, I think Rogue Company was 4v4. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it was short rounds, small maps. You, you know, you firing away at each other for a matter of about a minute, minute and a half, and then the round's over, and you then you're buying upgrades in between rounds and stuff. Um, it's a good model, and it works well, but I don't think Rogue Company really hit... It, it never really broke through. Um, and I, I guess this has got a better chance of doing so because it's picking up so many audiences or it's aiming to pick up so many audiences. So maybe this will do better than that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'll so definitely play it. When there is a just dance faction, <laughs> <laughs> you know, unless that comes, I'm not bothered. But maybe what, steep. Panda? Maybe steep. It's a panda, isn't it? Um, there was always a panda. Yeah, yeah. If there's a panda faction on there, otherwise, forget it. Good. Right. Should we move on to the next one? Netflix uh, apparently going to start releasing. Well, going to add their first games within the next year. Um, they've just oh, yeah. they've hired uh, Mike Verdu, who's ex um, EA, Oculus, and Zynga. Uh, he's going to be the vice president of game development. Um, there's basically no other detail than that, um, but apparently it is going to be included in your existing sub. There's no plans to sort of split it or have like a an add-on or anything. Um, I'm still fascinated as to what form this is going to take. Like whether it's yeah, just cool. going to be like a, a more advanced version of, you know, like we talked before about the sort of interactive video stuff or if it's going to be something. But if it's anything more than that, how are you going to control it? Or I don't know. But the, the question is why? Well, Why would that- they want into this? Like we've already got like a market leader so far mm. and several other companies that want to challenge that. Mm. I don't know what Netflix gains, gains from this. Well, the big thing is that a couple of years ago, I'm sure it was Netflix, maybe some other people as well, said that their biggest competitors weren't Amazon Prime Video and Hulu. It was things like Fortnite and TikTok. And so they're probably just trying to add extra things to the service to get people on there to keep the subs for longer, not just when titles come and leave the uh, So do you think the they're going to be making their own games? That's Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they, 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 they kind of have. With a couple was, yeah. with that awful Black Mirror one and like the <laughs> Minecraft story mode, is it Minecraft called? Minecraft and uh, Cats in Underpants and Bear stuff Grylls. like that. Yeah. Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Yeah. Yeah. Baby. 
We yeah. had a chat about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you, if you send Bear Grylls down the wrong path, it just falls off the cliff. Is it's actually really no. hard to watch, but yeah, uh, really yeah they made him do it. That's they that, actually made him do it. That, to be fair, that sounds better than the Black Mirror one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Bear. Um, last thing. Uh, it's one of the options in the game. If you just go f- through that bush there, oh, but there's a cliff there. Just go through there. We've set up the camera. <laughs> we just got to shoot. Just the last thing, Bear. Don't worry about it. You're fine. If the viewers are pressed down, Bear, that, this is what happens. You have to do it. Because <laughs> otherwise, what happens if they press down on the remote? You know, exactly. you <laughs> there must be someone out there, like, Friday night, they're just like, do you know what? I'm going to have my fucking massive glass of wine and just make, <laughs> make Bear grills fall off some shit. Directing towards violent animals. Just, just, is it yeah. Usain Bear Grylls is the equivalent of Lara Croft now? Yeah, basically. I was yeah. going to use that reference. I'm yeah, but... <laughs> oh, sorry, Matt. <laughs> I didn't know we had to reserve them. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just thought, you know, actually, it's a really terrible reference. I wouldn't, I'm not going to bother, but I'll let it, it <laughs> I might just start doing that more, actually. Every time someone says something funny, oh, I was, yeah, was going to say, I missed it. Never mind. <laughs> It's a good way. It's a good way of doing it. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, I, I never played the Stranger Things game that people have mentioned. Oh, look, 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 they have done games. They've done a Stranger Things game. Uh, I didn't play it. It's like a isometric thing. It didn't look good, did it? No, it, it didn't sound great. I mean, this is interesting. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know what. I'm not expecting much. But uh, did they give some indication of when we're going to see any mention of this? Well, no, they just. I've got something. There has been. Have you heard about the data mine? No. No. So, um, Steve Moser, I don't know who that is. Um, uh, basically he, uh, data mined Netflix's iOS app and found renders of the dual sense controllers as well as artwork from Ghost of Tsushima. Huh. Interesting. Oh, oh that was why all, all those news stories come out last week, wasn't it? About how Netflix and Sony were going to work together. Yeah. Um, I, I saw that. Yeah, that's what people think that this could be hinting at. Interesting. And obviously, Sony has their own cloud streaming. Yeah. Yeah, because so... yeah, obviously it's yeah, a big difference between just streaming a Netflix video mm. and actually hooking up to a remote console somewhere. But yeah, Sony already have that in place. So Yeah, I kind of think it makes sense, you know, because if... You're Sony and you're looking at how good Game Pass is doing and um, how poor PlayStation Now is doing. You think if you just rebrand PlayStation Now as Netflix and then get that app within, you know, Netflix somehow, mm. you know, so you can switch to the, the PlayStation Now stuff, but then I think that's have to stupid. charge extra That's a for- stupid idea. Now, Netflix... Like they're constantly increasing their prices to try and make some decent revenue. They spend like billions every year on content, and yet again, barely make profit. Um, Sony licensed Microsoft's cloud infrastructure technology a year or two ago. Surely, it makes sense just to own it themselves, do everything. I'd, yeah, I, mean, I, I think you're right because Netflix, yeah, Netflix are saying this will be no additional cost. Or the, the word is this the word well, on the, these all rumors? Are they? Uh, reportedly, this is the quote. Uh, no, reportedly, this is from Eurogamer. Reportedly, Netflix's current plan is to offer games as part of its existing right, subscription so offering, rather than as a separate package or additional pricing tier. Yeah, yeah, it, it, but existing <laughs> subscription offering in a year's time, it'll probably be another fifteen quid anyway. Yeah. The amount of uh, you know yeah, increases. Yeah, yeah they if they do. were doing it with Sony, they'd have to ask for more money for the subscriptions. They're not going to yeah. just give that stuff away with current subscriptions, are they? Makes no sense to do that. But 
Okay, yeah, well, let's, but the fact let's that wait and they're, they're, they're going to add its first games within the year. Um, oh. It's, it doesn't say within a year, within the years, in within this the year. year. So, Hang on, yeah, so does that mean by the end of 21, or does it mean in the next 12 months? Well, that's, if it's within that's... a year, I would expect 12 months, but who knows? Who knows? I mean, even if it is... Even if it is within a year from now, that kind of implies it's games that already exist. Yeah, Anthem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Anthem yeah. coming to Netflix. Like it, yeah. Second wind, here we go. But it is just like all the other like Netflix games and it's just like a choose-your-own-adventure anthem. Do you want to get in the javelin or not? I'd, I'd play that, yeah. I'd play more of them. They, I'm fine with Probably better than the original game, if you did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's harsh. A bit, bit harsh there, Sean. A bit harsh. <laughs> yeah. Too harsh for me, that one. Okay, right, let's get on to the next news story. Phil Spencer, he's been sweet-talking about the PlayStation 5 controller again. He says, quote, we kind of look at some of that and think there are things that we should go do. It's <laughs> a great quote. <laughs> but yeah, I mean... I, I, I mean, I, I must say, I listened to the audio because this was from the um, kind of funny games cast. Mm. Um, and it, it's not quite as strong as that quote sounds. Yeah. It was kind of like, if you listen to it, it was kind of sort of mumbled and not really, it, you know, he did say those words, don't get me wrong, but in context, it didn't sound as sort of uh, <laughs> as deliberate as, we are going to make a new controller. <laughs> but there was a heavy hint there that, look, they, they understand that Sony's controller has had such high praise and mm. it's clear that people that play games in, likes that controller. I mean, I love it. I think it's great. Uh, other than to look at it, you know, <laughs> I don't like the look of it, but but actually using the thing's really nice. Um, it they'd be mad not to do it, right? I mean, even mm. if forget the adaptive triggers for a moment, just getting the haptics in there would be enough, you know, mm. replacing traditional rumbling, r- rumble with that. Um, so yeah, it makes total I mean, sense for them to bring out a new controller. Um, and I, I absolutely love the dual sense, I also love how it looks, um, but I, I love, love using it, but. You know, it not being part of the console from day one means developers oh, have to spend extra time working on something that may not be part of every user. Do they just wait till next console? Do they say, oh, we're mm. releasing a haptics controller that no, you not buy? At all. And... I, 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 I mean, I you look, they, they're bringing out games for both systems to so look at Call of Duty, and all right, that's a high budget game. So we don't know how much development cost goes into specifying each game for the different controller rumble types. But I mean, I, I assume it would be that the rumbling in the Xbox pad is just picking up the same. Oh God, this is the bit where the fuck. I would assume that the information sent to the controller with the PS5 can also be read by the Xbox controller and it just makes those little motors kick off. <laughs> That's it, right? Um, yeah, it's probably right, just right, as, kind of. uh, rename Xbox and then at, it works. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. At the at the absolute least, it would mean that any of like the design docs that they've done for how they want the controller to rumble in certain ways would exist. So it's not like they need to think of a whole new creative, obviously if it's on both platforms, they don't need to spend all the time designing this like creative way to use the rumble. It's, (laughs) this is also where it shows that like 
I've got no idea. I, I work in games and I have no <laughs> idea how they're made. No, it um, makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah. There's obviously implementing it is something else. But yeah, like the, the creative decisions will have been made as to how they want it to work. So, yeah. But my no, point yeah, is this, there are already games work. that... Yeah. There are already games that exist that run on both Xbox and um, PlayStation using the DualSense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, I'm sure that it's it will be fine. If they introduce that into the Xbox platform, I don't think it'll be too much of an issue. I'd love to know, especially with the adaptive triggers, how much the um, copyright and patent is owned by Sony. Like, how, to how much detail? How do they recreate that if they've got say, completely... Yeah. redesign the idea because sony have be been thing to do sony have been wankers about this stuff in the past haven't they they'll still be sore about the time that they lost the rumble mechanism to microsoft and then didn't microsoft like buy the company that invented it and then there was yes there was and they a refused whole to license it so that's yes. why we didn't have rumble in a ps3 at yeah, launch, yeah. wasn't it i mean they tried to claim um, that it was better without for a bit and then <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Do you remember they how like those pads that. were at the beginning? They it was were crazy. ridiculous. Oh, yeah, There's they nothing just... in this thing now. Yeah, because yeah, you had a launch one, didn't you, Matt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think mine came with Rumble when I bought mine either. And it was just, yeah, it was. It felt really bad. <laughs> it felt awful. And then... Uh, oh, no, six axes. Well, I was, I, I was working a game when the ones with the Rumble came out. And mm-hmm. obviously, we were being told by head office, like, oh, you know, you've got to sell the ones with the rumble. So, like, trying to upsell people to, like, a 50, 60 quid controller being like, yeah, but this one rumbles. Like, no one, no one cared. No like, one like cared. Like on the N64, do you remember? Like- <laughs> how, many, how many of those warranties did you get on those bad boys? <laughs> <laughs> nah, never, ne- never bothered on the PS3. It was the... Uh, it was the DS Lite. That was where I got all my warranties that just like carried my store through. Because I worked, in, I worked in a, I worked in a Debenhams concession, so like most of my customers were families buying right, yeah. for their kids. So obviously buying DSs for their kids, and you just like have a broken one by the till and just be like, oh look how easy it is for them just to snap. <laughs> Ten pound, it'll cover you for two years. So, Sarah, do you say a broken one by the till? Did you also have a letter saying, I'm passionate about gaming? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, open up, you open up the broken one and the note is folded up inside the broken DS. Oh, that's, that, that's great customer service. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine that? Could you help? Could you help set me the, set this one up that I've just bought? Yeah, sure. And then just like bending it the other way, snapping it, and going hand it back. Should have bought the warranty. <laughs> Should bought the warranty now. Go on. Off you I try. can't believe I did that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sarah, do you ever? You know when people are like, oh yeah, games retail, eh? Midnight launches, everyone stinks. <sighs> you ever just like Debenhams concession, mate? Wouldn't know. I'm a, I, I'm a cut above. No, no, because I did work in a high street one for like um, a year, year and a half before okay. I got promoted and went to go run the Debenhams one. I was 19 at the time and I should not have been put in, in, in charge of, a, of an like actual retail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should not have been left in charge of that at all. I don't know what. I, mean, I think, what, I think what, they were just on, desperate. Happened? Um, Did something go just, wrong, or was it? No, nothing. Nothing went wrong. It was just well. To be honest, actually, I think a lot of it probably wasn't my fault that like our numbers and KPIs and all that nonsense weren't doing great because mm. I was there for 
two years and that mm-hmm. was when game then closed all of their debenhams concessions ah. so for like but it's got nothing to do with you is what no, you're saying that's no. just that's just coincidence just yeah exactly yeah 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 just funny timing i mean i would have that's all right I would. I would we, have we done a lot of work. We weren't thinking that, Sarah. Don't worry. We weren't blaming you. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, no, that, was, it? that wasn't on our mind, was oh, it? No, it was no, no, not at all. At, at the time, at the time, it was great because I do like what I would have to do. But then you'd have so few customers that I just like sit playing DS games for yeah. most of my shift. You might be the first person we've had on the podcast that's worked actually works at game. And I've got a lot of questions, <laughs> but you don't have to answer them. But what was the like? What was I just want to know everything about the customers that came in. Like, was there anyone that was clearly buying the wrong game and you, you had to convince them to buy the right one? Did you ever have um, one of those moments? Because every time in a game, there's always like a member of staff going, no, you don't understand. This won't run on this console. <laughs> no, I had, I had a lot of parents buying GTA for like nine and ten-year-olds, sometimes younger. Um, yeah, and, I, and I would, I would kind of go a little bit Daily Mail on them and be like, "There are <laughs> prostitutes and drugs <laughs> and murder." It's there going, "Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah give me it." <laughs> yeah, half half the time yeah. it made absolutely no difference, and the parent like just did not care. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was a whole thing. Um, we had a lot of people. Do you remember when Xbox 360s did that thing? where if they were on and reading the disc and you moved it slightly, it would laser burn the disc. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And completely knacker the disc. Mm, The good old days. I remember that. Yeah, we'd have have a lot of people coming back with those discs and be like, I ain't touched it, I ain't touched it, I've done nothing to it, it's just burnt it. And I'm like, (laughs) physically, there is no way for the console to do that unless you have touched it. One, (laughs) One guy admitted that he stood his console up as it was like reading it, the disc, oh my god, Ooh. and then was like shocked that it burnt the disc, and I'm like, yeah, because you stood it up, and he was like, yeah, yeah but it shouldn't have done it, it shouldn't have done it, and I was like, kind of do have a point there because there is nothing that tells you not to do that, but also that is what's done it. I'm not replacing it. <laughs> <laughs> you had to turn into like a car mechanic for the 360 era, didn't you? Like people oh, coming god, in with broken yeah. bits and going. Ooh, that's gonna cost you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and especially, especially, it's like part way through when I was there. That was when they cottoned on to people with because I think because they would just if you had the red ring within the year, it would just mm. get replaced, no questions asked. Mm. And what yeah. people would do is have the within warranty receipt and just give it to their mate if their mate's Xbox died, so the uh... mate would come in with someone else's receipt and be like, "No, it's within a year." and get it replaced so but that was like so rampant that they had to then get us to like start scanning serial numbers oh right yeah yeah that sounds fun more work (laughs) um the thing that always killed me i'll never forget the christmas when the wii came out because um i was lucky enough to get one on launch day or whatever and i just remember going into game shops or game station or whatever at the time and the amount of parents that would stroll up to the counter and just go, hi, uh, I'd like to buy uh, a Nintendo Wii, please. And like the staff just going, no. You're giving me flashbacks. It was so sad because it was always, you know, the classic looking old man and he's got his little bit of paper out. A Nintendo Wii for my grandson, please. 
no, you're never going to get this. This is this. These things don't yeah. exist anymore. And just seeing the, the faces on them as they realise that Christmas has now just been destroyed. I, and knowing that I could change that because I was an adult with one at home and I could just say, oh, here, have mine. But but not doing it because I was addicted to wee bowling. I was addicted to wee bowling. <laughs> well, so I think it's unfair, that. Dave, the fact that you would be in-game holding your wee, saying, no, this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> this is mine. No, 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 yeah. no granddad. No, words original for you. Not or maybe so Turbo hard. Man. So <laughs> but what always, what always made me laugh is you would always get one, at least one person a day be like, Nah, I bet they've got like thousands sat in a warehouse somewhere and they're just not selling yeah, them to like yeah. drive up demand. But people are still saying that even now with like the PS5. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, that is not what's happening. But yeah, but I hear that all the time. Oh, they're doing the Nintendo thing. You know, they're holding mm-hmm. it back to get the And it's like, well, actually, selling them's probably doing better for Nintendo, <laughs> isn't it? Because they could take that money and make more money out of it, can't yeah. they? Um, yeah, weird. Where were we? How did we get onto this? Blimey. Yeah, Where sorry, this is my fault. Xbox no, I was, controllers. I, mean. I was, I was oh, just yeah, going to say, like... Vibration when... controllers. <laughs> oh, yeah, the vibration. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, so the way you said, like, oh, I was 19, I shouldn't have been in, in control of the store. I thought you were going to be like, oh, well, someone did die, actually. <laughs> uh, or there's going to be, like, <laughs> <No>. some... <laughs> Not anywhere near as excited as that. Just okay. <laughs> very... You, you, we, we could quite easily go, like, three or four hours and not see a single customer. It was... Oh, but that's sort of Awful. the worst, though, isn't it? Because then when someone does come in, you're just like, oh, fuck off. What do you want? I did have I did have a little kid, because also as well, because it was, you know, parents would shop in Debenhams and just, like, mm-hmm. be, just say to their kid, just, like, leave me alone, I'm doing shopping, go upstairs go to game, there, yeah. and just yeah. hang out that. up there. Yeah, I used <laughs> to do exactly yeah. that. I used to do that, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. what? What I do, I do remember one time this lad came up. He must have been maybe like seven or eight, and he just like he just walked up to the counter and was like, "Do you like Pokemon?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I do actually." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, would you like to see my Pokemon?" And he just pulls out his DS and just like chats to me for like half yes, an mate. hour telling me about all his favorite pokemon until his mum comes up and she's like oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry like he must be he must be talking your ear off and i was like no this is this is the nicest bit of company i've had all day <laughs> <laughs> was it working in the debenhams was there it was it like proper you go to the canteen or whatever and then you've got all the makeup people in one corner and all the you know <laughs> the sports the sports department all sitting together or is it not like that was there turf I, wars going on? I don't know because I never went to the I ne- I ne- like I never went to like the Debenhams canter. I don't even know if our store had oh, right. one or like the Debenhams staff room. But yeah, so I mean, I was on like the top floor with like there was a there was there was this very eccentric old man who ran like the Sony TV Hi Fi department <laughs> who used to just <laughs> <laughs> but like he he. He made it his mission to piss off the Debenham staff because, like me, he was like concession, so he wasn't employed by Debenhams. Right. And he made it his mission to at least once a week piss off the Debenhams management by just putting like 70s dad rock on these really powerful, <laughs> like three, four grand hi fi systems oh, as wow. loud as possible when there was like no customers on the floor. I mean, you would do, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, he just. He just apps because I think his department got shut down around about the same time my game department did. So, mm. like me knowing I was going to be out of a job in like three, four months, he just he just did not care. He didn't care to begin with, and then somehow he managed to not care even less. 
Wow. This is great. Amazing. Yeah. I kind of want a four-hour special now of, like, Tales from <laughs> tale, uh, Game Retail. Yeah, exactly. Tales, tales yeah. from Game yeah. and Debenhams. All I can say is I am not shocked that Debenhams is going down the shitter <laughs> and somehow amazed that Game hasn't gone the same way. Yeah, it's it's crazy. That that one, right? Game, I don't understand. Although they've had their troubles, right? W. H. Smiths, I do not get. I do not get. I do not get how W. H. Smiths is still everywhere. Is it literally just the ho- the airport ones that are keeping them alive? I don't get it. Even the little one in high streets that no one even goes to anymore. Yeah, still going. We need to get you know cards and wrap wrapping and stuff. Be- I mean. Yeah, but there's Carl Factory that sells them for about 12 p- <laughs> We're not an advert for Carl Factory, but my point is this, right? Every time no, I do no, go Dave, in there... Been, what if I want a lovely Parker pen? <laughs> yeah, you go in there, you get a Parker pen, and they're like, do you want do you want some chocolate for a pound? Well, chocolate's a pound anyway. <laughs> or just go paper chase. Oh, no, wait, they're going bust as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This sucks. 2021 sucks. Is it 2021? It is. Yeah, it is yeah. It's been, it's been okay. 2021 for nearly eight months. Oh really my god! Uh, Sean, next news story, please. Uh, uh, Nintendo have made it very clear that there are no plans to launch any other Switch models <laughs> other than the OLED edition. Quote at this time. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I take away from this news story, Sean? Go on. I mean. It's never a good sign if you announce your new console and the question people are asking is, when's the next one getting announced? <laughs> yeah, but what else have you got? Come on, when's the real one coming? <laughs> it's not the... Could you imagine that? And we're revealing the PlayStation 5. Any questions? Yeah. When's the PlayStation 6 out? Well, there's the PlayStation 5 over there, mate. Don't worry about that. Uh, this, is not, this is not good, is it? People are not impressed by this thing it's going to sell shit loads yeah don't get me wrong i'm not you know putting it down or whatever it's going to sell a ton but um that can't be a good thing to hear when people are asking when the next one's out surely no um there was yeah it was a couple of tweets from nintendo um basically saying yeah the first one says a news report uh, news report on july 15th 2021 claimed that the profit margin of the nintendo switch oled model would increase compared to the nintendo switch to ensure correct understanding among, among our investors and customers we want to make clear that the claim is incorrect we also want to clarify that just uh, we just announced um that the nintendo switch oled model will launch in october 2021 and have no plans for launching any other model at this time I mean, yeah, I thought it was interesting because Nintendo never comment on anything. So yeah, must, we must be rattled yeah. enough to for them to comment on the fact that there's a the same or not an increased profit margin, which I don't believe. But I mean, whatever <laughs> they said that. <laughs> I mean, it does seem strange though because the Switch came out what four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, uh, twenty seventeen. Now, yeah, Jesus. Uh, twenty seventeen. So, yeah, so oh, okay. four years ago, and. And you think the price hasn't gone down to that machine, is it? I mean, no. a bit. Like you can you can get deals pretty reliably now, but yeah, yeah but, officially but, it's I yeah. Mean, retail the, price. You you had the Switch Lite, that's yeah. cheaper, and then also had some pretty good deals on fairly yeah, for recently. Sure. You mm-hmm. could get one for like 120, 130, can't you? But but this one here, we're talking they released the Switch, they kept the same price, they've released this one, it's £30 more. How is the margin not bigger? Yeah, and also, mm. like, materials must have gone way down. They've been producing them for four years. Mm. Yeah, they're using Tegra chips from, like, the 60s anyway. Uh, well, I suppose, the, I suppose the argument is that 
actually it's the margins got bigger on the original switch as well so the yeah. margin is probably the same yeah it's the as same the original, original switch, switch is, is now. now yeah yeah so it, I, yeah, I they didn't say it on the third tweet yeah at. just to clarify it's the massive margin we're getting on the current <laughs> switch it's no different it's still massive bye <laughs> I mean, it's Nintendo going to do what they're going to do. We're still going to buy it. We yeah. mentioned it last week. You know, uh, as long as it's got that little uh, plumber on there, then we're going to buy know, that when, thing. When pre-orders went live, then people were struggling to get hold of a pre-order. So I know. <laughs> they'll I be know. fine. I know. Well, it's mainly because people like you bought about eight pre-orders. <laughs> I just bought one. And, uh, just a pre-order just case, one. Just case, I think it'd be stupid not to. I'm just saying. So just, just to confirm as well that James, I'm definitely not going to buy this Farley, has a pre-order for this. <laughs> of course he does. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, is, the, is that it? That is, is that it. it for the news? That is it for cool. the news. Well, staying on Nintendo then, uh, there was a big big Nintendo Switch game release this week, wasn't there? Big new one. I say Nintendo Switch game, it was a Wii, wasn't it? It's come out on a Wii It originally. was a Wii game, yeah. Matt, what was the game and what do you think of it? The game is Skyward Sword. It's now Skyward Sword HD, re-released on the Switch, and it's HD. It's so bloody HD. I think, but I didn't play the original on the Wii, but that was like 480p, 30 frames. It's 1080p, 60 uh, when when docked, uh, maybe different uh, handheld, or vice versa. Um, <laughs> so I've never played it before, but what I wanted to do with this is that uh, I was excited to play it because one, I haven't played it before, and I want to I want to see what it's about. But also, this is you know this is like the start of the whole like timeline, isn't it? This is like one of the earlier one of the earlier games, oh, I, and I this can't is, keep up with that. And <laughs> this also um, this is also basically a crucial part of like the trilogy. This and Breath of the Wild, and then the forthcoming Breath of the Wild 2. Mm. Uh, so I wanted to play it for that reason. And I pre-ordered this ages ago, and people were like, this is one of the worst Zelda games. <laughs> and a lot of people were like, I'm not going to bother with this HD remake. What's the point? It was a shit game back then. Or, okay, maybe, maybe shit game's harsh, but it was one of the, it one of the lesser good games, yeah. shall we say, yeah, in the Zelda series. Yeah, I don't think series. anyone said it was the worst one, right? Because, um, what was the one with the wolf? That was That's traditionally... No, it is one Twilight of the worst, Princess. right? I th- I, my yeah. understanding was that Skyward Sword is broadly considered worse. Yeah, um, okay. I've, so I'm, get, I've I'm heard getting mixed up. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, so what? But, so what did Twilight Princess? Twilight Princess launched on the Wii as well, right? Yeah, Wii and GameCube. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Uh, but Sorry, even I'll with that, that, you know, I haven't played it before, so I'm excited at least to see new Zelda. And I think you know, even a bad Zelda is better than. You know, even about Zelda is getting a lot yeah. of other games, frankly. It's still yeah. a new Zelda well, game. I, I saw the reviews, <laughs> and the reviews were actually, you know, just fixed. A lot of the issues the original had, lots of nice quality of life changes now. Um, yeah, if you bought a fucking Amiibo with it. <laughs> I, I did buy the Amiibo. Oh, Matthew. Just, of course you did. But... Just, just, to cl- just to clarify, I just thought, you know How much was it? How much pay for it? Have you got that Amiibo? Yes, I did, yeah, because I heard they were delayed. Yeah. Um, so I might flip this one. No, That's yeah. bad, isn't it? <laughs> right, you got to pay to warp, to uh, to fast travel to places. Okay, here's the money. Yeah, that's coming. A f- uh, that's delayed that one, so <laughs> don't worry about that for a bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, the thing that we arbitrarily mad. made a physical item, we're now, we're now having trouble manufacturing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we have to patch it in. It's already in the game. You just can't access it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, heard that. Like, in launch weeks, like, oh, you know, there's, there's been loads of delays. I'm like, well, something's arriving from Amazon, uh, but mine did arrive. It, you know what? It's, you know what? It's a gorgeous little amiibo. I'll say that much. Uh, anyway, is it your only one that you've got? Is it just that no, one? No, I, I got um, a Luigi one that someone got me for like a, a Secret Santa a few years ago. Oh, nice. I don't think that one does anything. But, so now I've got two. So I'm quite the collector, David. <laughs> I have, you know, quite you the have you built a shelf yet? Um, the shelf is being built as we speak, yeah. You need one of them, <laughs> one of them glass cabinets. Oh, yeah. I was, I was supposed to get... I, I'm pretty sure I can say this. I, I'm pretty sure I can't, but I'll say it anyway. <laughs> I was supposed to get an Amiibo from Nintendo when I reviewed um, the original Mario Maker. They never sent it. I just never sent it. Oh, uh, call yeah. them out now. They will be gutted when they hear this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I'll get a few in the post after this episode goes out. For anyone listening, so Dave wasn't paid off for that review, but he thought he was going to be when he wrote <laughs> yeah. it. So. He's livid now. <laughs> and I'm still furious. I gave it a four. Go on. <laughs> Uh, but if you if you got an amiibo, you would give it a ten, probably, yeah. wouldn't you? So that's a bit of a absolutely. I mean, it, I mean they fucked up really. Anyway, this game, um, the controls are shit. Are they? I'll just I'll just say it out front. Um, I'm like, oh, a, a new Zelda game. This is exciting. And when I saw the reviews, I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I don't care what people have thoughts about the original. I'm excited because it's a new Zelda game. And my God, the controls! Right, you've got to you've got to use motion controls. Because so, oh, the, right, so, okay. So the, the, just this explain. game has new control control systems um, patched into it now. Basically, I'm not sure what it's like originally, but now it has like a free free roam camera mode. I assume before it didn't. Mm, um, so to sorry, explain, yeah. this game was originally built with motion controls in mind. So this launched with Wii Motion Plus. Was it around that period? Yeah, yeah. if I remember correctly. And the idea was that it was a one to one action with your sword, and you played it with the Wii Mote and nunchuck. Um, and yeah, it was all motion controls. And the, one of the selling points of of this was, oh, don't worry about that. We've introduced button controls. So yes. They now are button-only controls, what they're calling it. And I'm like, oh, brilliant. This is awesome. I'll, I'll play using my pro controller uh, docked. Uh, this is this is perfect. I started playing it. And um, basically, to have a camera that works in 2021, you know, so you can see where you're going, you've got to hold down the L button the whole time. I'm like, uh, that's what? ridiculous. You've got to so hold down the L the... button constantly to have the camera be behind... Um, behind Link to show you where you're going. Otherwise, if you don't, then the camera's kind of like looking in a certain direction. You have to keep constantly moving it, so you, you know, as a 3D camera should do. So, that so was what, annoying. So what, what, why would they want to toggle that? Why would you ever want that off? I don't know. I, no, no, I, I, I want it. I, I, I want it so I don't have to hold down L and the camera just yeah, works. Yeah, no, obviously, like a, but there must yeah. be, what I'm saying is that there must be a design reason for them to want you to toggle that off or on or you know, hold it down or let it go. There must be... Does, does the right stick... Because you're yes, controlling well, it with the, the right that, stick when you're holding it. Well, yeah, so the right stick is now, with it not being motion controls, the right stick is your sword actions. Okay. So, right, okay. Uh, so, in okay. A bat- so, yeah, if in a, in a battle, in a combat scenario, if you, want to, you know, if you want to have the camera working and so you can actually see the enemies and also swing your sword, you can't do that. Because the right stick is the camera when you're holding down L, but then in a battle you got to let go of L. So now the camera's looking at whatever it's looking when you let go of it, and then you use the stick to do the sword, the sword swipes, which doesn't work at all. I mean, it, it works technically, but it just feels awful uh, because that... it feels so slow, so rubbish. You got like you know swipe your stick from right to left and up and down or diagonal. It's just is there not it just like felt so, so bad. a lock on? 
Yes, yeah, there is a lock on it, but it just felt, it just felt bad. <laughs> it just felt bad, basically. So I was like, well, I, I surely can't have to hold down L for the entire even if I'm not in like a, you know, if I'm not fighting enemies. I'm like, I surely have to hold down L for the entire game. No, you do. So now I switched on motion controls, um, which are instantly, instantly better. I'm like, okay, this feels so much nicer. I, I, you know, the camera, uh, because now I'm controlling the camera on the right stick as I was before, but crucially, I don't have to use the right stick to, to do the sword swipes. I can use my movement, moving my hand and waggling around like it's, you know, uh, the first day to the Wii. Um, it's, it's easier and it's better, but it's just, it's the same reasons I didn't get on with Twilight Princess. It's because I'm just swip- just moving my hands around like a crazy person. Um, and that doesn't feel great either. So um, I'm definitely kind of caught between the two. I mean, I think motion controls feels better than the the alternative of holding down L for the entire game and then all that stuff. But yeah, it's just like the controls are such a barrier for me. Like it, mm. it feels like I'm focusing on the controls most of the time rather than enjoying the game. Because outside of that, I've actually really enjoyed it. Um, it's got quite a slow start. The first like two and a bit hours, you're in this first area and the story is still kind of beginning. And then after around a two hour mark, you, you know, you get, you get to start the game properly. Um, and it's really good. I've been playing with Elodie. Uh, she's been really enjoying it. We've been playing together. Um, she's enjoying the story. It's, it's, it's great kind of seeing the origins of Link becoming the Link we know uh, and love. And I think it's, it's, it's nice to be part of the world. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying what little story I'm getting so far. But the but the camera that controls it is kind of like consuming my 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 thought process for the entire game. It just sucks. I, I just fucking hate these motion controls, and I know I've got to use them because either that or a, a much worse alternative. But it also it just feels so inaccurate. Like um, there's also bits where uh, where I am now. I'm in Farron. Uh, I think it's Farron Wood. It's like the first major mm-hmm. like kind of area. Uh, of the game of what well, after the first initial kind of story bit and there's bits where link has to balance across um across like ropes uh, oh, yeah, and i've yeah. got to use you know the wii mode to like, do that and i'm like it does it doesn't feel one-to-one in the slightest i'm basically kind of guessing you know I, it says you know hold your wii mode still and link will you know go across i'm like I- i'm doing it still and he's still falling off anyway that that feels like a nightmare that, that, that's nowhere near as good as it was on the wii even without wii motion plus where at least i know if i held the wiimote up then the the, the player was, the, the character i was controlling was going to stand up that feels dreadful there was a bit before that which took me ages because i was using the motion controls now you get your uh, bird which you fly around on called Loftwing. And there's a bit basically where I had to complete a sequence using Loftwing to try and catch, um, try and catch, um, try and catch something else uh, using these flight controls. And it took me like 15 minutes. <laughs> now I'm fairly sure if I use button controls, it probably would be like a two-second thing. But it was, it was just absolutely rubbish because I had to like hold the the red or uh, yeah the the right um, switch controller, and that. Uh, the, the angle I held that, you know, determine whether the bird was kind of swooping down or going up, and you've got to go up and down uh, to get speed up and whatnot. Oh, but, like, th- that felt like that was barely working. It just, it's just so rubbish. <laughs> um, I feel like I probably should have switched <laughs> to something else at that point. Maybe I should have switched back to control method. Because I spoke to my mate Joe, did it, and I was like, yeah, that bit was awful. He said, yeah, it, it was awful. So he switched to, like, regular control, and he did it in, like, two seconds. 
it's just it's so bad i've seen people say that actually what you can do is you can play with like the um pro controller whatever it is but the moment you pick up your two loose joy-con it kind of switches to the motion control stuff so some methods people are actually using both at once like okay this bit i'm using the controller pick up the controller that works drop that pick up the Wiimote, uh, pick up the uh the switch uh joy con then they work for different scenarios i'm not gonna do that um yeah. my god i mean maybe maybe it's just me but oh my god i was like this is exactly why i stopped playing twilight princess back in the day because as much as i love zelda games i just couldn't be dealing with the waggle and I'm like, it's 2021. I thought they would have just fent- said you don't have to do that, or you can play it a different way. But yeah, but I suppose if 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 the game is based around that motion of the sword, yeah, obviously, how the hell do you part. do that yeah. with yeah? Mm. And you know what? Well, when it works well, it's cool. Like it, there's a you go into like a sparring tent near the beginning, and the guy in there's like you know switch, you know, throw your sword at an angle or straight ahead of you or up and down, left to right. When it works and you feel like okay, it's like a one to one thing. It feels it feels fine. It feels responsive, and you know what you're doing. But even today, before the pod, I was playing, and um, you see a bunch of enemies, and they might hold their sword out a certain way to say to you which means you need to do like an up down up to down swipe or left to right swipe based on how the enemy is holding their sword to mm. block and i was going like left right left right left right and i was just doing up and down swipes uh, i think it says a lot whereby whenever you press pause you, there's like a um a button uh press y to like resync your control and not resync um like Oh, to sort of yeah, set the sort of neutral. Yeah, yeah, position to like again, yeah. recenter it. I think yeah. the, I think it says a lot. The fact there, that's just there on the pause menu because I'm doing that a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. No, most most motion control games have that, right? That you can usually you I can guess. just do it's it. It's just in been game. a while since I played it, and I'm like, you know, um... Sean, how seriously do you take these criticisms? Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it all sounds yeah, pretty Sean. legit to me. Like, I'm well, just, I'm, I'm just wondering because this is the man that also slated the controls in Super Metroid. There so. is that. Well, yeah, but they yeah. were old and they were old and shit, famously. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, has anyone else been playing that this week? Or was no. it just me? No, I, I kind of wanted to pick it up because it's one of the few Zelda games I haven't played and have like never played before. But mm. I got I got a PS5 like a month ago, so mm. all my like game money is going on PS5 games that I haven't played yet and I haven't touched my Switch in about a year. Jesus. Maybe. It's been a while it's, for me as well yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. We've got a plan though. Yeah. We've got a plan to to change that. So I, we'll get back to sorry, we will jump back to Zelda, but um, we've decided that you know summer holidays is coming up, and uh, Joe was like, "I'm going out of my mind. I don't know what I'm going to be doing with them." And mm. um, so Harry decided that a good idea would be to nuke our uh, Animal Crossing Island and start <laughs> again. So I think we're going to do that because especially because Joe didn't. But like she joined in what about four or five months after we'd already started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so starting the three of us on the island together at the same time over the summer holidays sounds like a pretty cool idea. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start again. Which I don't know how to feel about that because when we well, two things. Firstly, we started it during the you know, the first lockdown. 
So are we going to be warped back to those feelings of all that yeah. fear and dread that is while we're playing this cute animal game? Well, no, um, it's exactly the, the same. One... I think there's a tweet around today. It's like, it feels like 2020, you know, sun's out, COVID's in the air. It's going to feel exactly <laughs> as it did back then. Well, the, 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 other, the other concern is that, you know, now, like when you started Animal Crossing back then, there was all this hope about what could be you know, oh, this island and we're going to get this building and that building and now we know what's going to happen. <laughs> Is it going to be like, what's the point? Yeah. What's the fucking point yeah. in doing any of this again? Um, but yeah, I think that's the plan. Anyway, Zelda, yeah. And James has been planning it, hasn't he? Oh, he has, know. yeah. Yeah, I've been talking yeah. to him. So we'll saying, get like, his views next week. Seriously, have to hold down uh, Elder Wayne. He's like, yeah, no, you do. Um, How far into it are you? I'm only like four hours in, so I'm still in like that Farron, I think it's Farronwood. Uh, Farron, we are Farron, still in the woods section, um, but I'm, I'm enjoying playing with LED. But uh, but yeah, the controls are kind of doing nothing. But I'm I hope I'm just going to kind of lean in. I'm just going to learn how to use them and, and get used to it. It's not, you know, it, it it's not a a a, uh, a Zelda game that I can really fully probably get into because the controls just feel like such a barrier for me. Um, but I I you know I'm I'm still going to keep playing it. But my God, so you're not going to be playing this in handheld mode at all. Um, so I've only played it dock so far. Um, uh, I mean, I, and if handheld means I've got to use that right stick for the sword stuff, and then do the whole like hold down L bollocks, uh, probably not <laughs> likely to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested in other people's views because maybe I'm just being harsh, overly harsh on it. I've seen some reviews say you know it's it's fantastic and you get used to it, or uh, it's not that bad actually. Um, but my god so uh, in, in terms of people's response to this game originally i mean were people down on this because of the controls or are there other issues that i'm yet to encounter that are gonna make me think oh, hang on wasn't it a, it was a pacing and backtracking thing was my understanding okay yeah. so a lot of that stuff i believe they fixed yeah yeah some of the things yeah, that I people mean, mentioned really is that, that like before um every time you you saw an item it had like loads of unskippable text i believe that's changed now you can um yeah, there's loads of quality of life changes I believe they've made, which makes it a lot easier, a lot quicker uh, than it was originally. Mm-hmm. I think it looks nice. I mean, it's it's high resolution. Uh, the graphical style is quite plain, so it looks very much like when you see emulated like Wii games on PC, where the mm. ultra high resolution, but obviously texture wise, uh, yeah, not yeah, a lot yeah. of change. It's, it's, it's ultra. We're still limited to 1080p, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah, but it just, I think with the combined kind of simplistic graphics, it looks very, very sharp because there's, you know, not a lot they, need to, not a lot they can show. But um, no, it's 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 fun, but controls are kind of getting in the way, but I'll, I'll keep going. Right. I'm interested to know what, what James thinks because James didn't play either back in the day, so, and he might have, he almost certainly have a different view to me. And because he's, well, he's traveling, he'll definitely be playing it with. Yeah, the the non motion controls oh, only. So I feel sorry for the people on the flight with him. That's <laughs> what I'm Let's go on to Sarah. What, what what have you been playing this week? So I I got a PS5 just oh, uh, just how, under a month ago. How did you do that? Did you were you doing the whole? Did you go down the the route that I did and yeah, have did all you your set up and all that? I I didn't buy it. My my partner got it for me for my birthday. Oh wow! That's what cheating. <laughs> he did. He did. I get like socks. He did the whole thing. So prior prior to my birthday, he asked if I wanted one. He was like, he was like, so what do you want for your birthday? Because I'm thinking I could get you a PlayStation Five, or 
you know, you've been dropping all these hints. I could also, I could maybe get you a really nice selection of like surprises that I've put a lot of like time and effort and thought into. <laughs> and I was just sat there just going, no, I want a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the right answer. Isn't it? And he was like, are you sure? Because like I could, you know, like come up with some really, really cool stuff. And I was just like, no. PlayStation. But on the but on the day he gave me like some other like kind of smaller presents and he was like, Oh, okay, so do you want me to like do you want a coffee? Do you want me to go like get breakfast? And I'm sat there thinking, I know there's more than this, <laughs> but I can't say anything. Because I'll just sound like the most like spoiled yeah. brat. Where's my then, real present? Where's the real one? And he and he and he kept it going for about like half an hour while he went and did like <laughs> breakfast and coffee and stuff. And then like we just sat on the bed like having breakfast. And then he was like, "Oh, oh no, wait, wait! I've I've got you like a couple of films as well." And hands me what's obviously wrapped blu-ray um cases <laughs> yeah. like mm. obviously wrapped in like wrap. So I opened them and it was um. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and uh, Ratchet nice. and Clank. And then, so obviously, like, the penny dropped that it was it was a PS5. So he was like, oh, so I'll just get it for you. And he just stands up and takes this PS5 box down off of a shelf. I thought it was the box for his. No, it was my, <laughs> oh, my, my, my PS5 was just in, like, because I'd been there, like, a couple days at that point. So mm. it was just in... Full view, but I just assumed it was the box. Oh, that's great! For his. <laughs> like Phil, Spe- so... like Phil Spencer with the uh, the Series S in the background. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is one hundred percent what it was. That is exactly what it was. You know, you know what's really bad. That remind me of this story about when um, it was Valentine's Day this year, and uh, Joe said to me leading up to it because I was in the the zone with trying to get a PS Five. You know, I had like the streams up, the alerts, all of that sort of stuff. And um, Joe said to me leading up to um, Valentine's Day, oh, you are going to love me for what I've got you for Valentine's Day. I'm not being funny, but I've gone above and beyond this year. And I'm going, no, she hasn't managed to, has she? And then even when I was trying to buy a PS5, like a couple of days before Valentine's Day, and I was failing to buy it from Amazon or whatever, I was like... Yeah, but do I do this? Because what if, you know, I get one ordered and it turns up and then Valentine's Day, it's like it completely ruins it and all this. And I'm building it up in my head. And then and then the day came and she got me some chocolate brownies. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reality. I felt so bad for her. They were the best chocolate brownies I've ever had. And I love chocolate brownies. But in my... In my crazy head, I was getting a PS5 that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. So you you got that. Yeah. What have you been playing on? Yeah. It? So I've I, I got a PS5. So I've been using it to play PS4 games. Classic. So, yeah. Standard. Yeah, that's the obvious thing to do. What else are you going to do? Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So even though I've got uh, Ratchet and Spider Man, I have not played those yet. Um, You've not touched it. No, but I've not. I've Miles not touched. Morales is absolutely incredible. I've not. It's so good. I the first thing I properly, properly dove into was the Final Fantasy VII remake mm-hmm. retrograde into whatever the hell it's called. I forget <laughs> yeah. um, the Yuffie DLC, but that mm. feels I could do an entire podcast about 
<laughs> the Final Fantasy VII remake, to be quite honest. So let's not get onto that topic. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, you, a positive, a positive one or a negative oh, one? Oh, so so positive. Um, I, <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I without without any spoilers, I hit the end of an episode intermission, um, and by the time the final, final, final cutscene rolled, I was sobbing like actual. <laughs> <laughs> actual floods of tears but then final fantasy 7 was like the first game i really 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 got into mm. like I, right. w- I wouldn't be into video games as much as i am now without the original final fantasy 7 so it's a big deal but yeah. um awesome. yeah. Fair enough. but yeah it was great but um though this week most recently yeah i've been playing uh judgment the sort of ps5 oh, cool um, slight upgrade. I, I was going to say, yeah the, yeah, the upgraded version, so that's sort of a PS5 game. <laughs> yeah. How is well, it upgraded? What have they done to it? Um, so it runs it runs in full 4K60. Um, load times are much quicker. And if you buy the PS5 version that I did, um, it also gives you like a ton of DLC. I think there's like oh, nice. DLC missions... And then also there's an absolute ton of items that pop up like in your mailbox Mm. that I don't know what a lot of them are for. There was a lot of cats that you can decorate your office with. (laughs) But um, yeah, it was basically because I've had it for a little while. But then when you guys were talking about finishing, uh, was it Yakuza's series you finished? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that that kind of gave me the nudge to actually finally start playing it um i've ne- i've not got around to playing any of the yakuza games they've always been on my list but mm-hmm. it's like 7 8 100 hour plus games at this point that <laughs> yeah, i just do no, not yeah. have time for, yeah, for so, sure. I, yeah, so totally. I thought yeah jump into judgment it's really good it doesn't it i feel like it hasn't really shown any of the kind of real wackiness that Mm. a lot of the Yakuza games do and I don't know whether that's just maybe because it is kind of a bit separate or whether I haven't got that far into it yet but so basically you play um, the main character I forget his name uh, Yaguchi, I think it is. But anyway, the main mm-hmm. character. Matt, you're the only one that's played it. Do you remember <laughs> like, the, Sa- 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 the Yuki Yagami? No, Yagami. That's it. Because yeah. I keep, I keep wanting to call him Light Yagami, which is the guy from Death Note, and that's not <laughs> what his name is. But um, yeah. So basically, he's a lawyer. He does this. So in Japan, um, conviction rate when you're a supposed criminal is like 99%. If it goes to court, you're going to go to prison. Um, he gets this uh, supposed like serial killer or murderer and he's a lawyer and he manages to get this supposed murderer off so he can go free. And that basically makes him into this complete hotshot. So many people are trying to hire him as a lawyer, but the person he got off then goes on to kill his girlfriend. Whoa. Oh, that backfired. <laughs> yep. And then obviously gets arrested, goes back to prison. So obviously Yagami's career as a lawyer is completely ruined at that point. You know, you you got this murderer to go free who then went on to kill someone else. Um, so he's basically now I mean, wouldn't working. You, <laughs> wouldn't you think, well, to be fair, he's probably learned his lesson there. I don't think we need to give him any more shit given that his girlfriend's now dead. Oh, it's not the... It's not the lawyers. Oh, so it's it's the, sorry, it's yeah, the right. Sorry, yeah, no, that's my 
terrible explanation because I can never <laughs> remember names. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not it's not Yagami's girlfriend. It's like right. the killer's girlfriend. Oh, okay, okay. Um, she does have a name. She's they say her name like twice right at the beginning of the game. Um, so yeah, so basically then it cuts like three years later, and he's no longer a lawyer. He is now. Um, a kind of slightly seedy private detective working with an ex-Yakuza member and doing sort of the legwork for, on occasion, the lawyers that he used to work for as a lawyer. And basically what's happening is someone is going around killing Yakuza members and gouging their eyes out. The... Mm head of one of the Yakuza families is arrested on suspicion of being the one causing these murders because it seems to be all members of like the rival family that are getting their eyes popped out mm. and <laughs> but you know oh, I'm just wondering where do they get the wacky shit in it is quite a dark story um and then, yeah, so, and basically the, the Yakuza boss that is sort of arrested on suspicion, he's almost kind of like a father to Yagami. Like, they're very close. Right. They go back way far. So he's basically asked to kind of investigate what happened because the Yakuza boss is being a bit shady with what actually happened. So you're very much like, did he actually do it? Did he not do it? So you're kind of discovering what happened along with that. So it's a lot of... Because obviously the whole game is set in Camarocho, the same city that all the Yakuza games are set in as well. And it's a lot of um, exploring the city, talking to lots of people. You have these little kind of first-person um, investigation sections where you're kind of looking around to look for evidence you have sort of questioning sections where it's almost it almost goes a bit um phoenix right where you have to pick mm. the right evidence to show to someone or pick the right dialogue choices to kind of interrogate someone what, what happens when you pick the wrong one does it just sort of say that's the wrong one and you try a different one or um what well what happens is when you get into one of those conversations so i've only done the picking the evidence one once and it was very obvious what was the right one so not sure what happens if you pick the wrong one but with the right, okay. with the like dialogue choices nothing really happens if you pick the wrong one but if you in the top right hand corner it basically has like a number of stars and that's the like number of right options and if you pick only the right options until you filled up all those stars you get like a bonus to sp which can then be sent on skills okay. so it's more like you get a bonus for doing the right thing rather than being right, punished okay. for doing the wrong thing um, uh, that's interesting there's also like quick time chase sequences uh there's kind of stealth tailing sequences where you have to kind of follow someone um and then there's also the kind of very typical like yakuza uh combat and you'll just have people kind of start fights with you as you kind of walk around the city. There's loads of places to go and eat food. There's not a huge number of mini games at the moment. I don't know whether more will kind of open up because I think mm. there is like a cat cafe management section to it. There's like a whole <laughs> drone racing section, which I haven't unlocked yet. There's but... a, sorry, what? Holy shit. <laughs> cat cafe. 
no, the drone racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so you have a drone yeah. to that can help, like, with the investigation, mm. and there is a drone racing building, and you also get like drone parts. Oh my so god! So I haven't, I haven't got to that yet, but basically, what I think it is is, yeah, you basically have to kind of collect and create and build all these different parts to kind of make a really really good drone and then do drone racing suddenly oh, Sean is interested Sean's already purchased just, it now just straight I've, perked up yeah no because I've already got this on PS4 but um oh, really yeah it was like a it's like a tenner ages ago and I and I this was when I was still promising to get into Yakuza 0 and I thought well I'll, you know it's a tenner like I'll play it one day but now obviously I'd sort of like the uh, you know not quite like to play it on the series S and get the next gen version um so I don't know I should I mean I I should not be an idiot and just play it on the PS4 but I have a feeling I'll probably get the Xbox version instead. It's yeah. uh, I've just checked. It's twenty eight quid on Xbox Series X and PS Five. Yeah, right, on yeah. Amazon. I think I think I paid like twenty six for it on Amazon. Okay, yeah, twenty six on PS Five. Mm. Yeah. No yeah, it feels it definitely feels a lot tighter and leaner than mm. the Yakuza games. As I said, I don't know whether a lot more of it will open up because I think I'm only maybe four or five hours into it. Um, but the, sto- the story's really, really good and it does a really good job of kind of setting up this really kind of compelling mystery. And, you know, I, I want to keep playing it because I want to find out what exactly is going on and I feel like the story has the potential to really kind of blossom and bring in lots of kind of twists and turns and stuff. So yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. it goes that way. Cool. Very dull question, but does it use any of the um, haptic stuff, any of the dual sense stuff? No. Right, okay. No, right, I, I don't won't think bother so. Then. <laughs> I won't bother. I love that pad is going nuts I, in my hands. I, I did start playing it. Um I think I got through just the very first like intro sequence on PS4 and the quicker load times definitely make it worthwhile playing it mm. on ps5 oh god yeah. yeah i mean that that's been the biggest thing isn't it with this gen as i said like the one that i notice it on the most is we play a lot of forza horizon and i just remember like on the xbox one playing four and just going i want to change my car but i don't know if i can be asked because <laughs> <laughs> you change your car in that and you are looking at a splash screen for at least a minute mm. um whereas now it's like well yeah I just change my car because it does it changes takes two seconds it's it's you can't underestimate how much of an upgrade that is especially on the ps5 where it seems to be using that hard drive to its um full extent you know games like um moles morales and stuff when you launch that and it's you press a button and you're in the city and and obviously the but did you play the um the original Spider-Man game on the well I say the original one but the one on the PS4 Sarah. no no this is the was, uh, Miles yeah. Morales is going to be like my first first intro into either of them okay well if you enjoy that then definitely upgrade I think it's like 20 pounds and you can even get rid of Miles Morales after that you can pay like 20 quid and get the old uh, the old one upgraded it's worth mm. playing through that as well because oh, it was nice. excellent um but they yeah they had the, the in the original game they had these hideouts that you had to do and they were they were just so terrible to do because you'd go to like a roof and there'd be a window uh skylight on the roof you would open it up 
and then you would load for ages and then suddenly you're in this sort of stealth area whereas like the first time when you're used to that the first time you play that on the ps5 and you go up to that and you press a button and spider-man just drops down into the area it's like oh right okay that's why this is so important because suddenly i'm quite happy to do these areas whereas before you just think about that loading and yeah it was it was a massive pain in the ass but yeah, no, that's cool. I, I mean, we've it's been a long-running joke in, on this show about how much I didn't enjoy my time with Yakuza and how much James Farley hates me for it. Um, but the more people talk about Judgment, the more I'm thinking, maybe this is the one. Mm. Maybe this is my in. Because, yeah, as you say, with a not coming. having to worry... Yeah, not having to worry about all those games that, that are around it and how long they are and all that sort of stuff. Just going in with this sort of side side thing that you know that you don't have to play many other Yakuza games to sort of understand. I think that might actually be the route I go down. Mm. It's yeah. just whether I wait like whether I'm, I wait for the inevitable Game Pass version. Like I'm 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 very much getting the feeling that because obviously yeah, not having played any of the other Yakuza games, it still does a really good job of kind of setting up the city, setting up the families. Um I do feel like if you have played the games I feel like there might be some sort of references and nods that you <laughs> yeah, might pick up yeah, on if you've that played in the back them. Of my mind. But if you yeah. haven't played them, you're not missing out on anything. It's still, I it's hate still a really good that story. In the back of my mind, because the amount of times you like it's, it's it in films and uh, yeah, and in video games and stuff, where there'll just be a scene where the main character bumps into someone on the street and they look at each other for half a second and carry on. <laughs> and in the back of my mind's going, yeah, people know who that is. That must be someone from another game. Like, <laughs> that stuff apart. It's always at the back of my mind, but uh, I think it'd be all right on that. I won't worry about it too much. I've got, to, I've got to give these another go because James and I are usually really in sync with what we like. Mm. But for some reason, the Yakuza stuff, I just couldn't get into. I even like, Shenmue one, <laughs> yeah, he was so convinced I was going to hate that, and I like that yeah. one. Yeah, I, I've got this on PS4, and I played like two or three hours just really uh, to prove a point during Game of the Year. And uh, the fact that it's only twenty seven quid, and I, I'm the same. I, I'm kind of sick of everyone talking about the Yakuza games, and I'm overwhelmed or intimidated by the amount of you know hundred hour plus games there are. But the fact there's this, and the sequels come out this year. And it's 27 quid, and maybe I'll get on. I, I kind of feel like I should buy it on PS5 because if it comes out on Game Pass, if I bought on Xbox, <laughs> then the value of that copy will fly right down. Because <laughs> if I buy it on PS5, if it comes out on, on Xbox, Game Pass, I can sell it. Don't look at gaming as a marketing, not like <laughs> a, a stock market. I'm just thinking about, you, you know, have to, you don't uh, have to cash buy flow, and sell money in, money out. Anyway, 27 <laughs> quid, I'm, oh yeah, I'm tempted to go back to it. <laughs> Sorry, Sean, were you going to say something? Uh, I think I was, but I've forgotten what it was, so you dodged a bullet. Eh? Good. Okay, Sarah, have you got any other games you've been um, playing this week? Yeah, so the other one I picked up this week was A Plague Tale Innocence, mm. um, the rat game. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like most people, the moment you go the rat game, they know exactly what you're talking about, whereas they yeah, don't pick sure. up. Um, yeah, it was on uh, PlayStation Plus, like the PS5 upgraded version. Um, I'm really enjoying it. And I wasn't too, I was kind of skeptical, kind of intrigued, but it was like, I got it for free. I needed something to talk about today that wasn't Fortnite, so um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Um, so basically, you play a young sort of teenage girl 
it's it's set in the mid 1300s in France. Basically, she's out in the forest with her dad. Dog dies horribly. Is pulled into this pit. Um, the rats. Get, you don't see the rats. It's it, I I to be honest, I thought I was going to come onto this podcast and be like, I've not seen the rats yet. But they popped up. <laughs> but they popped up when I started playing it last night. It's a good okay. couple of hours before you actually kind of see the rats. Um, but yeah, basically, there's this mysterious plague. Um, your parents are killed. You have to look after your sickly younger brother, who you've barely seen your entire life because he's been he's got this mysterious illness and he's been kind of squirreled away by the mother while she tries to cure him. Um, and as as the mother dies, she tells you to take the brother to this doctor. So it's you kind of working your way across the sort of French medieval countryside while there's this mysterious plague going on that's kind of turned everyone, all the villagers and like peasants kind of against each other. And there's also the Inquisition who are kind of like the army that's trying to come for your brother. And then the other thing you have to deal with is this plague of rats so it's a it's a stealth game but also a bit survival horror there's a little bit of combat but it's very much like you can die in one hit if the Mm. rats get you or if the people see you um in terms of how like the gameplay works yeah it is very throw the thing to distract the people knock (laughs) the thing down from the ceiling to get by somewhere the the gameplay feels very you've played all the mechanics in other games before a million times but the setting and sort of what it pulls off technically is really 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 cool so when the rats turn up they are it's basically like this plague of rats and i don't know if you've ever seen footage of plagues of rats but it's all... Oh, yeah. Th- Sean, Sean had them living in his clothes once, right, Sean? In my, oh, yeah, the pile of clothes in my... Yeah, where I used to live. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we always had stories about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyone who went to university... I mean, yeah, I, I've seen rats because I lived at university <laughs> where rats were someone a housemate. <laughs> so, so, when, so when you get, like, swarms and plagues of them, they're almost like a liquid. And mm. so basically, um, as you're kind of making your way through this abandoned church the walls break and you essentially get like this flood of rats just pouring out of the walls, covering the floor. But you find out that they, and there's literally like, there's thousands of them on screen at once. Like I need to watch some sort of behind the scenes because the tech behind it, I don't know how they do it, but it's super cool to just see like these thousands and thousands of rats. Um, And they all kind of do this thing. So basically the rats are scared of light. So the way you can get through them without taking damage from them and to be able to kind of make your way around the levels, um, it's basically things like holding torches, um, holding sticks and lighting one brazier and then getting to the other one because the rats will move away from light. Mm. Um, and it's very cool the way you'll see like the edge of the light from like your torch or whatever and you'll see like the rats will kind of come up to it and then run back and come up to it and run back. So I don't know whether it's some kind of like water graphical tech that they've edited mm. to be rats instead of water but um yeah that gets really very cool um the lighting tech is beautiful the setting 
and like graphically it's an absolutely stunning looking game you actually kind of really start to like the younger brother because he's only he's only <laughs> that's meant, always hard to do isn't it he's, <laughs> In video yeah, games. like he's only meant to be i think maybe six like five or six maybe a little oh, bit older bad period. Yeah. yeah and He's obviously been, because he's ill, he's been sort of shut away from the world his entire life. So he's very, like, innocent and naive. And at the beginning of the game, I was like, okay, how long is it going to be before he starts to get annoying? But actually, <laughs> actually, he's very sweet. He's got yeah, this he kind is. of really sweet little innocence. And you're like, you actually kind of really start caring about him. He's just really yeah, the cute. The relationship between them two is brilliant. I, I was yeah. like the same, like, oh no, I've got like a little kind of companion. I don't want this to be horrific. But no, the relationship between them two is great. <laughs> like, when they, when, the, you know, the, the boy sees something in the environment and then like, at first, like the, his like sister is kind of reluctant to, uh, to, you know, explain much or help him because I haven't really had a relationship because he's been hidden away. But in that relationship develops uh, uh, through the course of the game and you can see there is like a bond there. And it's really, really yeah, well done. Yeah, but is it a real five-year-old where they just keep going, why? Or walking around <laughs> going, what's that? What's that? What's that? I just, look, it's a lamppost. Just leave me alone just for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 on, it? it's on his iPad a lot. There's some rats to look at. I want to be a different character. Okay. <laughs> he launched the game. No, a different one now. For fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but so you loved this as well, Matt, right? You were you were a big um, fan of this yeah, game. Yeah, I loved it. Because, it, you know, it's essentially trying to do a lot of things that, you know, the Uncharted games do. It's got ideas above its station for what is essentially like a double A you know um indie game it, it's fantastic what it does it's got loads of loads of great ideas it the story went along a really nice a really nice clip and i thought the writing was really good and um, i'm really excited for what they do in sequel because this one i gather this one's kind of sold better and did better than they kind of originally anticipated so i'm excited to see what they do with the next one in terms of maybe they have increased budget uh, or just you know, or just more, more people working on it. But no, I really, really like this. I thought it was excellent. Because it was it's, only a, a small team, wasn't it? Yeah. Relatively. It's like 20-odd um, people or something made this, I think. Yeah, something like this. So they're mm. a French developer. It's, but yeah, is it a, so, a, a Sobo? A Sobo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's surprisingly, like, grim and, like, gory and also kind of shockingly brutal in part so because obviously the plague is making everyone go a little bit loopy mm-hmm. relatable um, i was gonna say they- <laughs> yeah i was about to say a lot of the stuff <laughs> you were saying at the start there. <laughs> you um, yeah. you see it's you different. see this bit where like someone's been like burnt alive um you when you first meet the rats you're with this very kindly monk who gets like swarmed by the rats and as you take the the torch and start kind of pressing forward the rats peel back from where the monk was to reveal Ugh. he's all just kind of been eaten a lot nice um, the, what, the then, one that was burnt alive were they trying to get sunlight inside the body no <laughs> it was kind of like they were they were infected so it was like just burn anyone oh, who might have the plague to stop the plague sort of spreading but then like last night i was playing it and it was back to because either at the moment I think the two kind of meet later on, but at the moment it's very much I am either avoiding people or the rats. 
not mm. together. Um, right. So I got back onto a bit last night where you're kind of avoiding like the soldiers. One of them saw me and I tried running, ran for about two seconds before I just get this death animation of when like the girl, she's just been speared with this massive lance. Ugh. And Jesus it Christ. just like thuds into her and it's like game over. And I was like, what? Like it just, it's actually really quite shocking just like how quickly it's like, no, you're dead. Which makes sense because yeah. she's like a teenage girl trying to get away from like armed, armed soldiers. But I think that's the first time I've had a death in a game. Just been like, oh shit, this that, is that's what, this that is serious. Felt like that started with the Tomb Raider reboot, right? Where the the mm. gory death scene was like a a big thing. Well, like, um, or it, was actually was Last of Us before Tomb Raider? Reboot? I was. I'm not sure, but yeah, Last of Us is definitely one that because that with had me. the same thing, didn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. you're caught. Here's a horrific thing to look at well, before it, it cuts away. Yeah, you get it wasn't your jaw even that. Off. It wasn't even that like gory or horrific because because uh, as I was kind of running, it was through the like the long grass that like you hide in, and it was li- oh, right. it literally just when Lance thud game over screen like it was so quick it didn't dwell on it mm, so yeah. it was just like now you're dead done try again <laughs> it's, it's so yeah, it, because it, i've never been a fan of stealth games that's what well, worries me is, yeah this is what intrigues me about this because on on paper it sounds like it's so many things that most people hate Right, it's like escort missions and insta kill staff uh staff staff stealth um but, uh, but how everyone... many how many show titles have we got this week? I mean, there's a few. Insta kill Steph. That's it. But yeah, but everyone I know who's played this really loves it. Yeah, so, that's it, isn't it? I mean, it's still on. I don't know if I could deal with the rats though, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not scared of rats. Like, I'm not. Like, they, they're not on my phobia list. But uh, like just the rats. idea of loads of them, but like, just around it's where you're pouring out and stuff. Yeah. Fuck that. The game, it, it does manage to do that quite tense, quite icky mm. atmosphere really, really well. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. yeah, that's what worries me. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, cool. So that's a Playtale Innocence. Is that still on PS Plus this month? Is uh, that this month, Matt? Yeah. I don't know, actually. Yeah, because I, th- I think it is, isn't it? I think, yeah, because I think it's one of uh, July's titles, so it should still be on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'll do mine now. I I, I started um, Chicory. I'm not oh, yeah. that far into it. This mm. is the game that uh, James was talking about. Was it last week? It was the week before, I think, mm-hmm. um, which is essentially a black and white Zelda style game where you play as the name of your favorite food, <laughs> uh, which is a little dog. Um, and you get control of uh, Chicory, the wielder's uh, paintbrush. Um, and you walk around painting the black and white town the colours that you want to. Uh, I'm playing on on the PlayStation, and uh, you know, as James mentioned, the controls on the PlayStation nowhere near as good as mm. if you had a touch screen or you were playing with um, mouse and keyboard. It does give you the option of either painting using the right stick, um, or you can use the touchpad. Actually, James wasn't too keen on the touchpad method, but yeah. I, 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 that's what I've been using the most, to be honest okay. with you. Um, uh, and I'm really enjoying it, mainly because uh, it's not what I expected it to be at all. Um, even though James was, you know, he explained it quite well when he was talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Mm. It's strange how it goes from, 
oh, I need to go into every screen and paint, because it is set up like Zelda, you know, it's that isometric view, you're moving from screen to screen and stuff, and every screen is black and white unless you've you've painted it, um, so there's no colouring there at all. Um, and I was, uh, you know, I was walking into a screen, painting the whole screen, going on to the next one, painting the whole screen, all the characters, different windows and buildings and roofs and all that sort of stuff. And then I kind of thought, well, this is getting a bit dull now. I don't want to just paint everything, but then realised that it never really asks you to do that. <laughs> There's not something it asks you to do. You meet a couple of characters and some of them might say, oh no, my, my house is now black and white. You need to paint it. Mm. So you'll paint that to get to the next bit of dialogue or whatever. Um, but then it starts to come out of itself a little bit and you realize actually it's quite an interesting puzzle exploration game where um you know you've got to get from one side of uh this uh barrier to another and you've got to work out how to do that and there's various different ways you can add paint to trees to make them bigger while you're standing on them or you can set up a series of uh jumps using these sort of Again, these plants that you paint and uh, once you jump on them, you've got one chance to jump on them and then you fling yourself to another one and stuff like that. And then I got to the boss fight and I thought, okay, right, this is absolutely not the game I thought I was letting (laughs) myself in for. And um, it happened at just the right time because just as I was thinking, I don't want to just sit and do this painting mechanic the whole time. I want to do stuff now. Bang, I was in a a boss battle um, and... Although I never felt a peril, and no, it never, it wasn't like a hard boss battle fight or anything. It did just enough to prove that actually, this game isn't totally about being creative a hundred percent of the time. And there is actually this pretty cool Zelda game that sits beneath it. Um, and so far, man, I've been really enjoying it. It's, it's, much like you, Matt, I assume you've been playing um, Zelda with Elodie, just watching, right? Or have you been playing? Uh, well, she's trying to play taking a bit. turns. But um, well, she, she she wants to play a bit, but then like the motion controls even for her aren't great and a bit fiddly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're taking. So like like Harry has been obsessed with watching me play chicory. Like he every morning he'll ask me to turn it on for a bit while he's um uh you know getting ready for school or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I, I I'm excited to play more. I'm not that far in. I'm only on the second chapter. Um, but already the writing, the style, just the feeling of the game feels brilliant so far so i'm gonna you know i'm nowhere near a final opinion on it i'm really excited though because james has got this down as one of his favorite games of the year so Mm. i'm I'm looking forward to playing more of that um but the other game i've been playing of course is operation tango which is what we did a stream of last week finally oh my did you watch the stream matt did you see any Uh, of it i didn't watch the highlights video i I caught the last 20 minutes and did the highlights so i've seen the whole stream yeah did you see it, Sean? I haven't, but because I'm, I've bought this and I'm planning on playing it with okay, Chris. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah. You absolutely shouldn't watch yeah, that stream yeah. then until you've, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, this was on PS Plus a couple of months ago, and we, mm. we intended on doing a stream on it, um, not too long. Well, when it come out, uh, but you know what we're like, we're lazy and you know we never get our <laughs> and gear with stuff. Uh, we finally started it, and it's. I mean, there's part of me that looks at a game like this. It's a essentially a well it's a two-player co-op game thinking the same sort of vein of um uh it takes two but whereas it takes two was a split screen game where you got to see both sides and you're working together cooperatively in that cooperatively in that way this is a little bit more like what was that bomb game was was the oh, bomb game Sean, uh, that... keep talking and nobody explodes oh keep talking one, yeah. and nobody explodes yeah it's it's a little bit like that where 
James can see one screen, I can see another, and I need to know information from his screen, he needs information from my screen, and you've got to talk to each other to get through the game. And there's part of me that's like, this is a bit cheap, because it's always going to be fun, no matter what you're doing, to go, yeah, but what number? Quick, we're running out of time. What number's on your screen? I'm trying to find it. I need to know something from you. you know, we're just <laughs> shouting at each other. Yeah. Um, but also, it's so just brilliantly done. Like each little mini game or each little puzzle is it's so it's perfectly like pitched to make you argue. I mean, there's there's a great bit in the stream that we did where we were trying to go from the the idea was there was a uh, a bunch of rooms in uh, in front of you and me as the player as the, the 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 person that was hacking into the building, I had to enter a room um, and then there might be two or three options of other rooms that I could go into. And I had to time when I went into each room based on the drone pattern that James could see on his screen. So he knew where I was, but didn't know, like he couldn't see what I could see. And he could also see where the drones were. And obviously he's not controlling me. So he had to time it just right to tell me to move into which room uh, to progress to the end. But he sees like a map. He's seeing just like a map of it. He's not seeing the 3D view of it. So there was great bits where he's going, okay, go into the next room. Okay, turn right, going into the next room. And of course his brain, just his commands was focusing on what he was seeing rather than what, what I was seeing. And he would just go, okay, go up. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you mean go up? I can't go up. I'm just standing in a room, James. What are you talking about? And of course that's all intentional and it, it, it encourages that argument. But we were we played it for like an hour and a half and genuinely I don't feel I've laughed so hard. There's been so many moments in it where either I'm getting frustrated with James or James is getting frustrated with me at the bit where he was James is not good under pressure. We all know that. We've all seen it on the show. And I'll take that back. James is excellent under pressure, but it's always unintentional. Like, do you know what I mean? So if you watch him doing some of the puzzles, his the panic in his voice is so perfect that you'll just laugh for hours. Um, and all I'll say is that if you're if you've got a little bit of interest in this game, then definitely check out um, our stream video on our YouTube page because you'll get it instantly. You'll know exactly what it's about. Apparently, it's not that long. I'm sure we're going to play it again this week. Um, but my word is it, it just the, I'm surprised there's not more games that do this. Um, and I'll be honest with you. Part of me thinks, you know, it, it's that thing, Sean, that you've said before, where it's like, well, any game in co-op is going to be fun to some level. Mm. Um, but I think this does enough to push it beyond just, this is a co-op game. I think it puts you in, situations that actually feel way more interesting um i wouldn't say up to the level of it takes two i think that is still a very very special game but this one certainly does stuff that that game doesn't because it has the advantage of you seeing two different things you know yeah Um, Yeah, it's the fact that you really have to use communication because you can't see what the other one's seeing and then like seeing james trying to work things out on the fly or hearing him trying to work things out on the fly when you can't see anything is is the magic of it, I think. Oh, God. It's just so funny. Just hearing his voice in a panic when I'm asking him to do anything is just the funniest thing. <laughs> um, so I'm well happy I played this. We're, we're, like, I'm I'm really excited to play again. Um, but yeah, another, so this was out on... I know you mentioned on, this was on PS Plus. There was another one a few right. months 
prior that was a I don't think it was a similar thing, but it was a, it's a two player um, co op puzzle thing where you both I think it's like in the Arctic and you, it's like first person and you, you basically you can just talk on a radio to each other and. <gasps> It's that a, sounds amazing. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. It's like the first episode of a series, and it was it was on PS Plus, um, and it looks really good. So that might be a cool one to do after this, like stream right. it with James. Might think, yeah, I'll have a look at that. Yeah. Um, because I felt I felt the stream worked really well. It's the first mm. time I come off a stream and actually enjoyed it. You know, in terms <laughs> of playing a game. Yeah. You you know what I'm like when I stream. I'm I'm not a fan of doing the streams and stuff, mm. the the gameplay stuff, but um. But I don't know. I come away from that absolutely belly laughing. I just recommend it. If you've got a, a friend um, that you're wondering what to play in co-op next, then definitely look into this. Operation Tango. I think it's available on Xbox, right, Sean? It is, yeah, yeah. Sort of bought it on, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well worth looking at. Um, cool. But that's been it for me this week. Uh, so, Sean. Hello. Um, just a, a brief one from me. So, I've yeah, I've been out of my house for most of the week due to it getting fully rewired Freedom. yeah Come on. Um, so and, and i think like you know in my head i was like yeah do you know what it'll be really cool to like play a load of like apple arcade stuff maybe some switch stuff um and just i've just played bravely default 2 on the switch because uh, i found it for 25 quid um from smiths which seemed like a bargain but then it's, it's been a bit of a weird one because it sort of came out and no one seemed to make a big deal about it um even okay. though like previous ones would were considered like you know um uh, quite a big deal or is this one just, i don't know there was like a, a fair bit of um noise leading up to it and then it just sort of came out and no one seemed bothered even though the reviews were pretty good um but yeah, so this is not the second Bravely Default game. It's actually the third because we had we had Bravely Default and then we had Bravely Second and then now we've got Bravely Default 2. Don't know why. Um, but it's, yeah, it, it is a JRPG and in a lot of ways it, it's very traditional um, in terms of the way, you know, running around on a world map doing dungeons and stuff and fighting enemies in a turn-based Not grinding, is there, Sean? Well, no, not grinding. No, not much grinding. Um, this, this is the thing. It's it's very traditional in a lot of ways, but then you know, like quite um, forward thinking in others. But what's weird about this one is, like, I haven't seen any sort of you know mechanical quirks or anything that weren't in the first one on the 3ds years ago. Um, like, I am really enjoying it. Um, the just to explain quickly to anyone who's not played one of these games before, the main hook of it is that, although, yeah, it's typical, you know, JRPG turn-based combat system, it has this thing, the, the brave and default command, where basically you can use several of your turns in one go. Um, but then, like, it takes longer before you're allowed another go. So you're essentially, like, borrowing, like, accruing debt. Um, but, like, in, like yeah each each sort of character's turns or you can default which basically means to like do a guard but then it doesn't use a turn so you can sort of build up credit and then go right i've like blocked for two turns now now i can do like three moves in one go and not have to wait for another turn and it's just it's a really interesting system but it was really interesting in the first game ages ago um so i don't know it was like the, the first one came out and it was like, oh my God, it's the JRPG, but it does all this weird and interesting stuff. Um, and this one is 
like it's doing the same interesting stuff. I just, I think I just sort of hoped it was going to do something a bit new and more different. And so far it hasn't. But then, I mean, I'm only like 10 hours in, which obviously in JRPG terms could be absolutely nothing. Um, I should say the voice acting is really good. Um, there's one character in it called Elvis who is Scottish and uh, they got an actual Scottish voice actor to voice him and he must have given them notes on the dialogue because there's lots of like actual Scottish <laughs> slang in it um, that is used correctly. I've had this verified by a friend of the show, Cammy Toman. Um, it's <laughs> like he's been really pleasantly surprised by it. He's been playing it as well. Um, so that's been pretty nice. Like I- I'm having a really good time with it. It's just... As I say, it was just when I played the first Bravely Default, it was like mind blowing all this cool and weird, interesting stuff it did. And this, it is is not. The, I mean, it is the same, but it's just the same. It's not doing anything above and beyond what the first game did, as far as I'm aware. But that's that's basically it for me. It's been a quiet Sean, week. Are you not tempted to play Fantasian on Apple Arcade? I am actually. I've got. I've had it installed for ages. Um, I've, I, I, I've I also got it installed but haven't got around to playing it yet. Yes, mate. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> that was yeah, because yeah, you really love that, didn't you, Matt? That was, yeah. yeah, at some point when it comes out. Like, yeah. I think it's later this year, but... You know, we have a part two of that, we have a part two of Remake, a Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, that's um, going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, should we get to questions? Yeah. If you want to contact we us. melt. Yeah. Go <laughs> I think to... I already have. Yeah, how long have we, how long yeah. have we been I going know, like, for? A mighty, mighty McFly while he was playing that song. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to contact us, you can go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Brad from Iowa says, my car has a backup camera, uh, which presumably Ooh. is there to help me. <laughs> I love if that was the end of it. <laughs> just a little bit of a humble brag there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My car has a backup camera. Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, which is presumably there to help prevent me from running over any kids as I back out, uh, back out of my driveway. Every morning, right before I reach the end of the driveway, my phone connects to my car via Bluetooth and a big notification takes up the top third of the screen that says, Bradley's iPhone connected, rendering the backup cam <laughs> useless for about three seconds. So I have two questions. One, why does Hyundai want to harm children? And two, what's the worst UI you have to deal with outside of video games? Appreciate y'all. Oh my god, the worst UI that I have to deal with outside of video games. Um, oh, I've, I've oh, got one. It's it's incredibly Go petty, on. but then I feel like that's just that's just where we are with this question. Um, <laughs> so on the iPad, when I go to you know you can like send so in Chrome you can send like whatever page you're looking at you can send it to like other devices that you're logged in to with the same Google account, right? Yeah, so yeah. I use it to send like links to my phone quite a lot. The little window that pops up, it has like my phone and then my computer and then the actual button that says send to your device. You have to scroll down to see it. It's like, just make the window a tiny bit bigger and then I just <laughs> then I could just press the button. It annoys the fuck out of me. That's horrendous. It is horrendous. Google. Someone should go to prison. I've got I've got really, really boring answer for you for this one. I mean, I don't know it, if it's going to top mine, Dave. <laughs> I think it might do. Okay. You know, it, when Windows introduced this ribbon thing at the top of a... Like, instead of just mm. having icons everywhere or where you want them, they introduced this ribbon thing at the top. Yeah. Well, Autodesk has suddenly decided that they want to do that with AutoCAD. And it is so 
frustrating. I mean, I don't use it now. I've modded it so that I can go back to classic mode or whatever. But you're trying to use that thing, and it's like you're just putting things that were on the screen behind several clicks now. There's no need for this. It's ridiculous. Um, so no, I told you it was pretty pretty boring. Yeah. But I don't know. Outside of that, you know, obviously, I'm I'm still blown away by how car UI things are that bad. Mm. They're all pretty awful, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could get, you look at, you buy a cheap, like we got um, one of those kids' um, Amazon Fire tablets, yeah, yeah. right? And they're totally fine. I mean, they're not amazing, obviously. They're only about 150 quid, but they're fine. They do a job. The kids' one, you the kids' ones like are like a, 60 quid, aren't they? I was gonna say I, I got an idea forty quid one, and it was so bad we sent it back. It was just so <laughs> yeah, was, slow. Yeah, I mean, I like, if you got forty quid or whatever, but well, yeah, yeah, so no, but we... that's how much like, the debate. Maybe it's on like Prime Day, whatever it was. But like the the cheaper like Fire tablets are super cheap these days. Yeah, but yeah. wait, it's just rubbish. But, but you get into like a even a modern recently built car. And you look at they they've got the touch screens on them or whatever, and you just think, Jesus, who designed this? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, they they car cars have got a long way to go before they get all that stuff right. I'll tell you that. Uh, anyway, welcome to Top Gear. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've definitely got a bad UI. If we want to bring it back to that, yeah, let's Absolutely. bring it back to the question. Uh, it's, and I think I think it's going to be the most boring one out of all the boring ones so far. Um, so you know, on Netflix, when you go to search and it has all the letters in like a nice like nine by nine grid. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. But then you get, but yeah. then you go on Amazon and they're just in a line. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And and it doesn't even do the thing, you know, when you get and a lot of things, you know, when you get to the end of the line and you press like right again and it will take you back to the beginning of the line. Mm. It doesn't do that. <laughs> so you have to just scroll all the way back. It is I hate it so I think, much. And, and, is it which one is it? It's either Netflix or Amazon that do it where it's like, whoa, 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 unless you do the title exactly how we've got it in our system, then you ain't finding it. You are nerd. It must be Amazon because ne- Netflix is absurd. Yeah, because with Netflix, yeah, it's like it you start typing a, a name of a film in, and it'd be like they might not even have that film, but it'll be like, well, here's another one with the same main actor in it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it always has my You've got the one. You must have it because I've started typing it, and you've got the exact. Oh no, it's just yeah. people search this film. Everyone wants. Yeah. Here's a <laughs> knockoff DVD, DVD <laughs> version. Of yeah. 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 Oh, you, you want Interstellar? How about Space the movie? No, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it must be Amazon. Well, one of them that we use, you type, yeah, you go to type the title in and it's just like, no, you didn't put the at the end of it. You know, it's like the IT guy from uh, The Office. <laughs> you didn't quite get the title of that right and i'm gonna highlight that by not letting you watch it i mean um, and, and more broadly but, as well on the the on-screen keyboard thing why do they all have the letters in alphabetical order give me a fucking qwerty keyboard oh yeah do a qwerty note abcs like yeah. what give us the layout everyone's well, the big, used the to big problem well not everyone the big problem know. with apps that do that is that especially if you're using them on the ps5 or the xbox mm. You, they they don't use the sort of system the OS level keyboard. You yeah. just think if you could do that, I can just connect with my phone and search it on that. Yeah. But instead, now I've actually got to use your shitty little system of going through <laughs> letters. It is usually the letter thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's usually that. Yeah. Or I'll tell you another one. <laughs> this is like another bad one. <laughs> but but um, cash points. 
you know the ones with the touchscreen on them? Mm-hmm. How you have to like you have to recalibrate where your finger, like you think, oh, oh yeah. I'll just push that number there. Oh no, it's press the one down and to the left. <laughs> so that means I've got to now aim up and to the right every time I want to press a key to type something in. <laughs> I, Fuck do you think? I don't think I've cool. ever used a touchscreen cash point in my life. I think they probably got rid of them now, COVID and that. But <laughs> yeah, they used to have them. It was, um, uh, yeah, they were. Never, I mean, I never get. I haven't got cash out for ages. But you, yeah. you've never used like a touch point, a touch screen cash point. No, no. I mean, I've used plenty of cash points, but I've never used a touch screen cash point. Oh, I love the way Matt's like accusing you of lying. I think it's more a comment on the types of places I frequent okay. and would be getting yeah. cash out. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. With, what, what, oh, God, of course, yeah. Uh, the self-service tools sometimes as well. Which oh, one yeah. was the... Um, uh, Wilco's did it, right? Because just when COVID... When they went, went, just after the first lockdown... They decided that actually we're going to have less staff in the store, obviously, because mm. businesses and that. And um, But they didn't invest in a self-checkout system. So what they did is they just turned the tools around <laughs> and sort of sellotaped the scanner to the side of it. <laughs> no. And there was someone there just going, yeah, just have a go. scan there. And then, yeah, you've got to type that number in. Wow. And then press enter. Oh, and it was like, this God. is not how this should be done at <laughs> yeah. all. And you need a fob. And your... yeah, here you go. Here's my yeah. login info. Yeah, here's, here's your name badge. Please put yeah, this here's on. Here's your uniform. Yeah, while you're here, just do everyone else behind you. <laughs> yeah. We'll 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 let you go. We'll let you go at half six. Yeah, we'll pay yeah. one of those trolleys over. Have a lunch. Three Three pound twenty. <laughs> yeah, while you're at it, put these away. Uh, you've got to get us a cash and put it in those tube things that go somewhere. <laughs> this is a custom announcement. Please clean the aisles. Oh my god, that's the one. Right, okay, that's the answer to this question. Okay, go on. Did you ever you go into pound shops? Um, they had a period of it. I don't know if they still do it, where they got wacky characters to do the self yeah. self service voices. No. Yeah, and it was like, oh, hey, baby, you want to scan this? <laughs> oh you go, my oh god! My god. Yeah, and then what? you'd hear it. Because it was Elvis. Every, that was Elvis, apparently, yeah. I don't know <laughs> why it was Elvis. There was no explanation as to why all their self-service tills were Elvis for a little while. <laughs> no, yeah, you can kind of understand it at Christmas when it was Santa. Yeah. But but the, the problem was, because there's about 80 of them next to each other, you would hear it echoing around your brain <laughs> for the, yeah. like, 30 seconds you were standing there. That is the worst. That, that was the worst thing they've ever done, and I think they still do it. So uh, that's my answer. Oh, that's, that's, that's not even UI. It's not, yeah, is it? Dave. But let's not, no, let's you, not you, get you really bogged down in there, the technicals. <laughs> it's, um, that, it's that yeah, bad that we had to answers, include it. Really. I, think I think we've answered that more than enough. Yeah, I think that's more than Brad Good. and I were, could ever, ever could have dreamed for. Um, <laughs> yeah, a bunch of shops he's never heard of. <laughs> Next question comes from Iwa Wuwu. Uh, he says, question for Matt, a hefty uh, 669 grams, do you want to go in with me on a Kickstarter project for a knee tripod for the Gabe Boy, i.e. the Steam Deck? I am tempted. Um, uh, I, I'm going to think about that and get back to you. I am okay. tempted, uh, okay. but no. Interesting. Can you really not just get one of them gooseneck things? Sorry, Sarah, go on. Is that really how much it weighs? 
669 grams. Yeah, apparently, yeah. It's heavy. It is heavy. Do you reckon it's it was so 700? Heavy. And they went, listen, that's taking a piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's knock a little bit off. Let's get 31 grams off that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Lars Hederdam says, last week, Maria asks, as always, a brilliant question about the Metroid mechanics of having all your buffs taken away early. It made me think, are there any games out there which start you off as a character in good fighting condition with a set enemy level slash strength and then slowly, mission through mission, takes abilities away, i.e. losing a leg and getting a peg makes you slower? Weird example. Um, this, would be, uh, this would be a kind of opposite leveling scenario where the player behind the screen is expected to become better but with fewer and fewer attributes available. This has been done. I can't remember what it was called. There's a there's like a, a one-bit uh, Metroidvania game. No, yeah, that... it's called Peggle. Because <laughs> the peg, the peg, no, forget it. It's a great idea, actually. So you think your game has done it, Sean? Yeah, there's definitely one. I mean, there's there's probably more. Um, but yeah, there's one I, I can think of, but I can't remember the title, so I should have just kept my mouth shut, really. Um, didn't um, sort of unintentionally Dark Souls 2, um, because didn't it, it sort of, it would match make you, like in terms of invasions and stuff, it had that stat, didn't it, that was like your total souls collected, but then that didn't take into account how many of those souls you'd lost. So you could end up being really shit at the game and amassing shitloads of souls, but not actually spending most of them. And it would then match make you with people who were actually really fucking good and had collected the same amount of souls, but actually spent more of them. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was one way. That if you, yeah, especially like if you were worse at the game, it actually sort of made it harder for you in a sense. Um, that's not quite what Lars is talking about, is it? I mean, it, it no. sounds like a great concept for a game, actually. It does. We're way more exciting than the standard one of you get more powerful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but who wants to get less powerful as you play a game? Well, no, because no it means you need that. to be more skillful with what you do. Yeah, but have. yeah, but no one wants to do that. Who want to do that? It could be a really starting out cool really thing powerful, like yeah, getting worse, it, sort of... just getting harder, just because it's taking abilities away. But you know, like so, like towards the end of Metal Gear Solid Four, spoilers. Um, <laughs> actually, no, I can be vague enough. There's just like a, a one bit in particular where it's just like, ah, oh, man, Snake is old as fuck. And he's not yeah, yeah, doing yeah. good. Look, I get like, that, <laughs> but that was a very specific part of that game. We're yeah. talking progressively getting worse mm. through taking stuff away from you. I think no one wants to do that. Fuck that. You want to get better and better. Yeah. Surely, isn't that the whole point? Yeah. What's the what's that beat 'em up game coming out for PS5? C- the the bit the brawler. Is it I don't know. Sifu? Yes, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. that could oh, yeah. possibly do the same thing. Because you get yeah, older every time you lose, don't you? You get older every time you die. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's going down that concept. I just uh-huh. can't imagine playing a game where it's just like, look at all the cool shit you can do. Yeah, we're just gonna take that away. I can live with older, it. Is that, um, oh, I mean, I don't know how the game really works, but they could have it. So you know, the older you get, you, you would have learnt more moves. But maybe have yeah, like I think less that's where they're going down. So it's so, like, yeah. okay, well, actually, as like a, I don't know, 80 year old dude or whatever, whatever it is, I know way more moves, way more, I'm able, able to counter way more, many more moves, but I got less of a, you know, less health to Smaller deal with. Health bar, no, yeah, that yeah. sounds really interesting. Actually. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I've got to go collect my pension and I've got, I've got <laughs> other things to do that. I've lost my head. Heartbeats on later and I want to see what happened to Green Grass this week. <laughs> 
Okay, sorry. Uh, Sid Meier's Pirates, uh, your character got worse with age. Um, but it never, it never just went like, all oh, right, you're too old now, you're dead. Like it just sort of, I think it just made like the quick time events, like the timing was trickier or something. I can't remember, but it's quite a minor difference, I think. Um, Maria Mendieta says, dear TCGS Kojima's, when Nintendo wanted to introduce its platinum version of the GameCube, the company went all in with a massive Hollywood party. Colin Farrell was there, Leonardo DiCaprio made an appearance, and Christina Aguilera arrived in a Baker Boy hat clasping a smart platinum GameCube by its handle. Quote, I've got a purple GameCube at home, she remarked, but I am dying for the new platinum GameCube. <laughs> to recapture Dying that for it. Yeah. I hope that's a real thing. Um, to recapture that unbridled enthusiasm that defined 2002, which celebrity would you choose to walk a red carpet carrying either the PS5 or the Xbox Series S uh, X as a PR stunt? Thank you for keeping the laughter alive. So, I mean, I, I've only got an answer for the PS5, but it would uh-huh. have to be like The Rock or John <laughs> Cena because the moment you make any normal sized human carry the PS5 everyone yeah. will realize <laughs> just how stupidly big that thing is and no one will want them you can't give it to a normal sized person yeah but who, is there anyone on the planet that can make that that thing look alright i don't think there like, is is there shack shack <laughs> lady gaga yeah. I mean, she wears the, the the costumes and the clothes she wears are quite wacky, isn't it? She get away with that. But, she's um, got she's got to be carrying it though, and she's quite small. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's the problem. No, she could ride it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just put a couple of wheels on it. Yeah, um, put wheels yeah. on the bottom of it. <laughs> I think for the for the PS Five, um, get Grace Jones to do it. She can probably have like an outfit that sort of has like a big collar, like the the flaps on the PS Five, and. Yeah, and I reckon she'd be able to carry it. No bother. Yeah. Sean, you got an answer? That was my answer, Dave. I just answered. Oh, right. <laughs> ben ben Shepard. Ben Shepard for me. Why not? Give him something to do for a bit. Yeah. Get, get him keep, off the main telly for a little keep bit. Him work. <laughs> it's just bland as fuck. Like, what, what, what's that going to add? <clears throat> Down a red carpet? Yeah. Just this big smile and that. He's all right, Ben Shepard. Don't have a pop at him. What you got, right. what you got a problem with him for? Just like... You might also you might also had the you might also had a PlayStation on a Perspex like bit of platinum. What's the point? Is this like, is adding nothing to a red carpet event? Oh, Ben Shepard's here. I'll be able to play PlayStation yeah, Five. And it'd be like, oh, I love the PlayStation now. And you go, well, good on you, Ben. Good on you. Oh, thanks for being here today. Should I know who Ben <laughs> Shepard is? You never watched Tipping Point. Good morning, Britain. I think <laughs> yeah, Tipping oh, Tipping Point. That's it. Yeah, I know who he is now. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, the one Google. He's really not that remarkable. You know, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Just him walking around. Good on you, Ben Shepard. You don't listen to it. I know he's a big fan of this show. Yeah. So I apologise for Matt. Um, we're gonna have words with him afterwards. Bang out of order, Matt. Go on, pick someone I'm, I'm... more exciting. Then go on. Good well, luck trying to find someone more exciting than Ben Shepard. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that. Well, I heard 2002, so I just thought the boy band 911. Um, okay, but I mean, but maybe I misread the question. I thought, okay, who's someone? Who's someone cool on two thousand and two? So I gone for the boy band nine one one. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's, maybe that's back five. Uh, I don't think they have I to be from two thousand. I, I assume they're celebrities from now, given that they're holding a PS five or an Xbox Series X. Um, yeah. No, I'm thinking like nine one one went back in time. What we we're like <laughs> time travel now? Wait, oh. wait, they went back in. They went back in time from two thousand and two. 
to 2021. <laughs> 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 that was the only dates they had the option of going, did, you know, going they, back and forth from. Did they just keep going back so far they got to the end of the line and actually <laughs> flipped bounce. back round to come to <laughs> now? Yeah, but, but now, time, but is now time is going backwards. <laughs> Like um, uh, time the, the, is a flat circle. I don't know whatever. what the phrase is. <laughs> Science with Matthew Murray. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> time is a flat circle or whatever. That's a, that's a show title. I think it's it. Yeah, I think it is. That's a saying. Time's a flat circle. I know. Is it? Oh yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I hear from, that all the time, mate. Um, I was watching the catchphrase the other day, and that was on the catchphrase, wasn't it? Ben Shepherd was presenting that. They as kept well. saying it on the um, swimming right. the other day. Um, <laughs> Can we have a YouTube series where Matt just explains like physics concepts? No, and stuff? Oh my god, that's not. I think that'd yes. be good. And it has to be in your own words. You can't just read it. We'll know if you're just reading it from something. <laughs> oh god, just... how good would that be? A separate series where Matt has to just explain physics. But make it a video series where you can yeah. have props and like a blackboard. Yes. To further illustrate. The and there's only one person in the audience, and it's it's Professor Brian Cox. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. I mean, just gritting I mean, his teeth the whole time, or uh, or Neil deGrasse Tyson, but maybe he's doing our audio. <laughs> Brian Cox guy. Well, yeah, no, no. Uh, time is a flat circle. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, you got me there. <laughs> I mean, I heard that saying heard before. That before. Yeah. <laughs> no, what happens when you Google "time is a flat circle"? It is um, a saying. Meaning, I mean, not. Well, there's a GIF of it. Oh, there you go. And it's, it's the same. It is a fucking. <laughs> you want to see is it the, the boy gift? band nine one one traveling back in time so far that they get to the modern day? Is that the gift? No, no. it's a man crushing a beer can. So um, <laughs> let's let's move on to the next question, Sean. Infinite Fun Space says, "Why do I buy useless things like games I never get round to playing and not useful things like an air conditioner?" I'll tell you why. I, I love this because I hear this so much, right? People in England going, I wish I had air conditioning. <laughs> what, for the two days a year it's like this? Like it literally <laughs> it's two gonna, days. It's going to get worse every You've still year. got to maintain that thing. It's, it's ridiculous. The thing, is, the thing that I, mean, I can't, go... like with air conditioners, like I, 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 I would like one, but I just know that by getting one and using it, I'm hastening the problem that I bought the air conditioner to fix. Do you know what I mean? Hey, like, man. You're so thoughtful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that you care about the environment. Um, we've got it in our office, and it's the best thing ever. But it just sits there for the rest of the year, doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's um, yeah. Don't worry about it. Just get get the fan on, sweat through it, and we'll all be complaining about how cold it is in a couple of weeks. Don't you worry about it. Can't wait. Shut. Do you ever get that thing in summer where you just like? Why the fuck do I own coats? What the f- what are they for? Yeah, yeah I <laughs> think of that all the time. <laughs> like walking to work, and I'm kind of like, I remember the amount of times I walked to work thinking that I I'm frozen, and I can't <laughs> even imagine that feeling right about now. Yeah. I can't feel my toes. Another lifetime. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Cool, um, Matt. Let's get the socials done. Yeah, so you and James, are you going to be playing Operation Tango on Thursday at night? I nine? don't know. We ain't spoken about it. Probably. <laughs> I've put the okay. night aside, so we'll Fucking see. It. Well, okay, maybe, the, I mean, maybe there'll be a stream Thursday at nine. If you missed yeah, maybe their last stream, 
please go over to our YouTube channel, search TCGS and watch both uh, both the full stream and the highlights. Um, it's a great stream. But yeah, maybe Thursday 9, they're on twitch.tv slash TCGSCO. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime Gaming and with it, yeah, one free subscription every single month. Uh, and we'd love it if you went over to our channel, gave it to us. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash TCGS for exclusive podcasts, live talks overs and all sorts of stuff. It's all over on there. And TCGS.co is the website where there's links to our social channels and our beautiful Discord as well. Sarah, thank you so much for being James Farley's uh, replacement this week. You're very welcome. Um, that sounds like she's permanently having you on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, James is sweating now. When he hears this episode, he's like, oh. so I didn't think this was going to go well. Imagine. Fucking hell. You're meant to in the Discord next week, and everyone's just going quiet. Oh, James, you're, James, you're back. No, it was like you. the time. This is, this is genuinely true. When we were doing Joypod before uh, this, um, James was supposed to be the third member of Joypod, but then he went away and lived in China for a bit. And when he came back to join the show, Sean was on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a little bit awkward, wasn't it, Sean? Yeah, yeah, I mean, not for you. You didn't know him, but for me, it was very well, awkward. Yeah, because I remember when um, I started Joypod and people were like, oh, it's the new James Farley. And I'm like, oh, who's, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what people are going to be saying in a couple of years' time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming. What, uh, uh, where can people find you? Uh, you that sounds silly if, stuff. If, yeah, yeah you want just a little bit. Um... <laughs> I'm not going to bloody well tell him. <laughs> Keep it a mystery. Yeah, you can uh you can find me on Twitter at Pika Pies and then Oh that's true. We had a whole discussion about that, so there's no hiding it now, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Twi- Twitter's the only one I do anything with these days. I'm on Twitch under that, but I cannot remember the last time I streamed on there. I should get I should fix that. Cool. Again, thank you so much for joining us and uh, we will see you next week for some more video game chat. Thank you so much for living it. We'll see you later. Goodbye. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Cheerio. Bye.